means eight o'clock. You know what that means. Oh, well, you know what that means. Live from the landing strip in Houston, Texas, this is the 379th edition of Houston Wrestling Radio. This is Abel. This is Chris. And thank you so much for tuning in today, guys. Yeah. We very much appreciate it. If you are watching us live, then log into your YouTube account. That way you could chat along with us in the live chat. I'll see it here on my handy-dandy smartphone, and I'll involve you as best as I can in this show. So feel free to you know, chit-chat, say hi, talk shit, fact-check us, whatever. We appreciate it all. If you're not watching this live, that's okay. You can still interact with us on Facebook, facebook.com slash Houston Wrestling Radio. Oh, that fucker broke. Uh, it's been uh, a while. And they got pills for that. Yeah. yeah. You know, you know the old saying, if you don't use it, you lose it. You're exactly. Yeah. yeah. So, oh, well. Yeah. I got another round of blue chew in the cabinet. I'm good to go. <laughs> Motherfucker, how you been? Eh. <laughs> <laughs> oh, I'm doing good. Doing oh, good. man. You want to explain to our fine listeners why we didn't show up for the backlash? Episode uh, yes, because that we thought we were gonna do because this backlash it sucks. <laughs> uh, no, <laughs> I was in California. Hector was in Odessa at the last minute. Yeah, and then you were. And Arnold had a babysit. Yeah, because his wife was like actually bringing in the bacon. Yes, and yes. so it was just me, and I didn't want to throw up any flares because, like you just jokingly mentioned earlier, it's backlash. It's back. Yeah. And you were you're in uh, Puerto Rico. Oh, I lost sleeves. Yeah, I see that. Yeah, well, you got a little bit of a tan. Look at you. A little bit, yeah, yeah. yeah but no guns. These no, are more no, like no. straws. Mm-hmm. You just, I'll get somebody in the eye one twice, but that's about all they're good for. Yeah, 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 yeah. San Juan was nice. Can't that's wait cool. to go back. Nice. You were in San Francisco. I was in San Francisco. Lucky duck. Yeah, it was cool. It was cool. Got to eat some good food. Go around see. Yeah, some uh, fun. No, I didn't have any pho. No, no. I, I could get pho here. Yeah, that's true. <laughs> what the fuck? I'm not going to go to California. You can get a pho anywhere. I, yeah. I, you know what? I don't give a um, No, no. We um, we hit up um, – uh, there was actually a Jewish New York-style deli that was right there. Oh, tell me all about it. It was actually really good, man. Yeah? It was awesome. I had a uh, – um, You weren't allowed to watch Disney Plus in there, though, huh? Oh man, it had TVs, so yeah, I had pastrami on rye. Man, that thing went, and they have like this ice cream place next door. And ooh, man, that ice cream place is the bomb diggity. I had a, yeah. a Sunday with a little bit of brownie in there with some chocolate chips, and you know, oh, oh god, ooh, was good stuff. Yeah, but uh, no, man, it was cool visiting the family out there in uh, old Cali. Uh, but a nice yeah. little stark reminder of why you shouldn't have any kids. Yes, that's true. Yes. Uh, Grateful for that. <laughs> but yeah. A lot of shit happened since the WrestleMania hangover episode we did, which was like six, seven weeks ago. Yeah. I don't care. What's the... <laughs> <laughs> well, bye, everybody. Nah. I put in all our Facebook uh, messages that we we're previewing AEW, sir. <laughs> okay. Uh, do you want to start with that right off the jump, or do you want to pop- talk about the first thing that pops in your mind? Nah. Uh, <laughs> <Man>, what? <laughs> no, notes. You have notes. Come on, let's go on a guided tour here. Ah, uh, to the left. Yeah, shrouded to right. Shrouded. Well, to my right. So alcohol's already kicking in. Shrouded in mystery and intrigue. Ooh. 
the aftermath of the Velveteen Dream release. Ah, in those. Uh, Velveteen basically. Right. Thank you. Left. Yeah, that's your right. This is your, yeah. Uh, Velveteen pretty much say I didn't do it. Uh, which uh, big surprise. Uh, it wasn't me. Uh, I mean, I don't know why this is such a big news and big deal when people are like, oh, my God, it, it we're going to completely swing our opinion one way. I mean, of course he's going to say he didn't do it. Mm -hmm. So eh, I, as far as I'm concerned, I'm still stuck back at square one on this, where with square one with me for him is, I don't really know what the fuck to think, you know? Does his timeline or his rationalization of the timeline to try to clear his guilt claim his innocence make any sense to you that to keep the character the way a character is it would behoove the character's interest to involve personal litigation so that those two identities wouldn't be blurred so he tried to just leave it alone and hope that it went in essence go away give me dingy Oh, yeah! I Fuck Arnold. I forgot that we left Dingy. I took it with me. It's to Puerto Rico? Yeah! I'm getting all Rico. the ladies. Yeah, you gotta have rhythm in Puerto Rico. So you're just like... Alright, that's how you get ladies hey, in Puerto Rico. It worked. Okay. <laughs> um... You read, you read his, you read here, his defense, right? Yeah, I read it. Yeah. Um... Here's here's why I asked you to, to, to give me dingy. Um, bitch, kayfabe is dead. <laughs> like, kayfabe's dead. Like, your defense is that you were trying to keep kayfabe, so you were extra nice to these folks. Like, these dudes came to you saying, hey, I want to be a wrestler. How do I be a wrestler? And you fucking kayfabe them? But you didn't kayfabe them? So I don't know, man. To be honest, I can I, I can see both scenarios playing out where it was Velveteen Dream trying to be nice, but still trying to be a dick, but got bamboozled by these kids. And, and like Velveteen's story is true, but I can also totally see the other way that, you know, these kids are like, hey, yeah, this guy was a creeper. So, man, I really don't know what to believe. I honestly don't know what to believe, uh, uh, which story is true or not. Now, usually, and I think I've even said this on the air before here on, on our show, uh, when it comes to matters of like sexual abuse, guilty until proven innocent, right? Court of public opinion Court. is a motherfucker. Exactly. Um, I'm not a DA. I'm not somebody that knows Velveteen Dream. You're not I, even a small-time pizza lawyer. I am not. I, I'm <laughs> none of this. So, eh, I don't. I I don't know. Like I I, I don't want to waste more time and energy and effort to try to figure out whether or not Velveteen was innocent or guilty, especially when he ain't even on my TV anymore. And I don't like. So what? Like, I don't have a personal connection with the dude. I don't know the guy. I Who the fuck is Pat, Patrick Clark? I, I didn't watch Tough Enough when he was on there. Uh, I was like, okay, Velveteen Dream's a cool character in, in NXT. But you know what? There's plenty of other cool characters. Give me Dexter Loomis. All right, cool. Yeah, let's see Dexter Loomis. Okay, cool. You know, it, it, my relationship with Velveteen Dream is nil. Now, my relationship with fucking, you know, Dio Madden, T-Bar, whatever the fuck you want to call him, Brennan, you know? Oh, uh, cool. 
something went down with him, I'd be all up in that shit. Like, wait, hold up, you know? Like, I, I, I want to know. You know, if one of my, if one of the DZW guys made it to fucking NXT or, or you know got to the performance center, man, I'd be all up in that because I know these people, right? I don't know Velveteen, and I don't have enough evidence other than he said he said, and that's it. Or they said, yeah. yeah. He said they said, yeah. yeah. So I don't know. <laughs> I don't know, and I don't care that much. Rule of thumb in my personal life when it involves business. Um, for example, uh, we were shorthanded at our branch one day, and a, a teller that I was working with, she bent over the count, she bent down under the counter to pick something up, and when she stood back up, she busted her head open. Aye. and was bleeding. Ooh, and was dizzy. Oh, I had to walk into the back of the break room, broke out the first emergency kit, cleaned it up real good, you know, because you know I'm, I'm used to it. You know, and the first thing I told her as soon as she was able to see only one of me was, go home. I'll figure it out. Your position here won't exist if you as a person is not working. Okay. Yeah. So. Yeah. Yeah. You, Nakamura's like half Michael Jackson, half Freddie Mercury. If Velveteen Dream is channeling like the vaguest of Prince, awesome. But. Velveteen Dream, as cool as the character is, won't exist if Patrick Clark, the human being, is in deep shit. <laughs> so you clean up that shit. That way you can come back 100 and put all your effort into your job, the character you portray on television. Yeah. And I think him waiting too long just solidified the court of public opinion enough that even if he ends up being innocent for real... We're not going to – that 30 seconds of explanation that he's innocent is going to be in one ear out the other yeah. because we're always going to have that 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 first impression of that motherfucker's a creep. Yeah. You know, Osprey nipped it in the butt enough that he's probably maybe the only guy from this Me Too movement that was – That survived? That, not survived. He was in, He was accused unjustly. And was and was found his um, as far as his, we know his penance. Yeah, as far as as far we as we know, because there was other corroborating stories with other people and trying to, to clear small, his name. And to a small which, extent, I think Matt Riddle, because Riddle had already oh, yeah, told Riddle him up front one. that I got a stalker. She's gonna say some shit, and I want y'all to know before anybody knows. So WWE already already knew the story yeah. before the first chapter was playing. And 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 there's like. Even then, with those two, with Riddle and, and Osprey, there's still a little bit of within the court of public opinion. You have to have a little bit of trust in what's again. He said. He, he said. She said. He, he said. You know, because with with Osprey, it was like the other people that were in the promotion that basically discredited her. So, I mean, okay, you have more people on Osprey's side, but I don't know them motherfuckers. You know, so are all of them lying? Is Osprey going to, you know, that booker and be like, hey, man, you need to do me a solid. Go out and just mm -hmm. say publicly, please, you know, even though it may not be true. So yeah. I, I don't know. And, you know, man, we about to jump into some shit because I am not a scientist. I do not study coronavirus. You work for Lyft. I, I, <laughs> I do not. I do not know the the fucking science behind the vaccines. But 
I went and got my fucking vaccine because I had to trust that the actual eggheads and the scientists that get paid to know and do all this shit have all come out and said, hey, do it. So since I'm not a scientist, I have to trust the other scientists and trust that they're 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 being truthful. And not your Facebook friend that dropped out of high school and failed chemistry. Exactly. And that's but he has the same amount of clout. As the fuchi, that, Fauci. That's the that's the thing, right? Yeah. So you got to really be able to discern who is telling the truth and who's not by just looking at track records, looking at degrees, looking who they are and what they actually do. In this case, there's no fucking expert that is chiming in and saying Velveteen did this, Osprey did this, yeah. Riddle did that. It's all like the the suspect and the victim. And then people related to the the suspects, right? So with Osprey, I'm like, okay, but it's always going to be a little bit in my back of my mind that maybe I got bamboozled and I'm trusting the wrong person. Mm -hmm. Same thing with Riddle. Uh, Velveteen, there's less of that. There's one less degree of that because it's just Velveteen versus the kids. And that's it. Yeah, WWE conducted investigation, but... WWE is a wrestling company. They're not fucking private detectives. They don't have a degree in law. They're not fucking police. Yeah. They're, they're not, yeah. They, they put on a fucking it's private, TV show. It's, it's privatized. Yeah. So yeah. So like, okay, because Vince thinks that he didn't do it. Uh, okay. So there's no expert there. So I, I mean, I really just have to be like, I don't know. Maybe it happened. Maybe it didn't. You know? Do you have any more or less fucks to give about the referee from NXT works that got let go? Oh, I have zero fucks. See, with him, <laughs> with him, Street. all that shit's out of his own mouth. This and caught a, on video and caught on audio. And, and fucking his Twitter. And, and, his witness, and, and witnesses of him walking media. out of an actual Triple H meeting. Yeah. That's the guy. Yeah. This is it. <laughs> this is it. No, I want me. This is Triple H is the Biden to the Trump we have now on Raw and SmackDown. Yeah. You know, yeah. you you want to follow trips. The difference between me looking, you know, actually judging this referee and not trying to not judge Velveteen and just saying, I don't know what Velveteen, instead of not saying, I don't know what this referee is, the obvious. motherfucker said it. It's too not obvious. that it's obvious. He said it. And he still back stands behind all these views that he has. He never came out and said, What it me? I didn't say, Here's the timeline why I wanted me. You know, like, like he's like, yeah, I'm this kind of guy. So I'm like, okay, well, fuck you. <laughs> you know, like, <laughs> that's a little bit easier. <laughs> oh, man. Yeah. I, I Maybe I'm, I'm, I might walk into a little bit of shit here, too. Okay. It's one thing to have a dissent, not a dissenting, but to have a different opinion. Right. There's people that like pineapple on their pizza, and I think they're weird as fuck. Yeah. But I don't stop them from eating pineapple on their pizza. Yeah. It's, it's it's on them. Whatever they want to do is fine. Whatever makes them happy. There's a difference between having a dissenting, uh, an, a different opinion, and just being, like, wrong. <laughs> you know what I mean? <laughs> like, you're not going to tell me a thousand times that the sky is red and rats can fly. No. They, it does no. So it's just like it's one thing to, to be like, you know what? I have an opinion on this. I feel this way because of X, Y, Z. But if you're just like just standing there like you come like you have the opinion that everything that you say is not opinion but fact, bruh. Yeah. 
Yeah. Yeah. I just he he had see okay this he had to go. This this is where this ref and folks that are like this ref the the problem that I see and this is my opinion is that they just have a lack of trust and they have trust issues. And again, going back to believing the scientists, right? Mm-hmm. I am not the one in the lab testing all this shit. But I trust that those people are doing what they have to do and they're doing their job right. The people that are saying, oh, well, they're going to, you know, the, the, the vaccine is fucked up and, you know, uh, uh, COVID isn't real and this and that. These people just have an issue with trusting the experts. Which, they, which, they discredit the experts. Which, they say they don't trust them. Which even then. I was in the beginning. I told Travis and I told you, it was like, I'm gonna let the pawns take the shot first. Right. I'm not, I'm, I, I don't believe that, I do believe that it exists, but skepticism I don't want to. Skepticism There's one, there's a, there's, it's nothing wrong with skepticism. Yeah. But when you're openly alienating other people that are not making the decisions yeah. you're making, that's when you're fucking up. You can have whatever opinion you want, even if it's wrong. You've had, you've heard 370 episodes of our show. So that's one thing to have your belief, your opinion, your stance. But when you start pushing other people away from pushing other people down so that they look up to you because you believe your stance is right, that's the problem. Yeah. And in a corporate world, that does not get tolerated at all. Yeah. And that's what it took. Yeah. And he gone. <laughs> so, yeah, I, in my uh, in my opinion, it was a justified uh, uh, axing, firing, whatever. It was justified um, because of the actions. But it's also my opinion that his opinions are fucking bullshit and I'm glad he's gone. Yeah. Right? Two birds. <laughs> yeah. Was Adnan Verk's release justified? Uh, no? Maybe? I don't know. I don't know what was really going on there. Like... Uh, I can't say that I loved his commentary. I can't say that I hated his commentary. I thought he was I, and I also thought you know it's just been a couple of months, seven weeks. Time. It wasn't even whole months. So it was <laughs> a month and three weeks, right? Yeah. Like let's give him a little bit of time, and I'm sure eventually he'll improve. Now throw him on Raw. I'm not too sure about that, but like okay, fine, whatever. I, I didn't hate the guy, um, but I was like. Yeah, but now was it an actual firing? See, I didn't look too far into this. Was it a firing? It was, was probably it a, a mutual. I well, I don't think it was mutual because there was, from all accounts, if you're getting this, if you're getting a job to work WWE Raw as a main commentator, you're expected to be there a while. <laughs> yeah, I guess, but may, maybe the dude yeah, got there and was like, you know what, this isn't for me. I th- do you think that could have been it? Because I can see that being mutual, him doing he, it for a month and a half. He's noted on he's he's noted on interviews that he is an actual fan of wrestling. Okay, so it couldn't have been the product itself. It's either two things. One is the piggyback of what you said. It might not be that he didn't like the job. I like my job. I like helping people with their financial problems. I hate red tape bullshit. Fucking hoops on fire shit that I got to yeah. do ancillary stuff on the side that really don't mean jack shit to the A and B of helping people. Okay. I feel the you. The commentary, on that one. if if he needed seasoning, that's one thing. He, 
you got to fall off the bike a couple of times before you can finally get on yeah. on two wheels. Yeah. But maybe having Vince on commentary all the time saying, hey, say this. Hey, push this over. Hey, don't say this term. Say this. Don't say this. Say this. And the part, the part B to that is, again, it's been documented on the XFL uh, 30 for 30. Mm-hmm. Vince is in one ear. The other producer is in the other. And if you're not cutting it, after the first or second week, Vince will demote you or he'll get you out. Yeah. Just like the commentator from the XFL who was all gung ho. It's like, dude, I'm I'm I went from podcasting to fucking commenting on the XFL. I'm gonna be on NBC, I'm gonna be on Fox. And on yeah. the second week, I'm demoted. The fuck? Yeah. Vince has that track record of being like, mm. you know, I just to me, I just I hadn't seen him enough to to get a vibe from him. On how he would work on the on the team, yeah, you know, so, I've seen go, they, years ago when Jr. had the Bell's palsy attack, WWE wanted to hire Mike Goldberg from uh, UFC, yeah, the, the main play by play guy, yeah, yeah, Joe yeah. Rogan. He was fucking solid as play by play during UFC fights. I saw enough of him. I've seen enough shows with him on it to be like, as just a straight and narrow, call it as you see it, play by play. That's a, that's a good fit. I haven't I hadn't seen a peep of Adnan Vert to even make an opinion. Yeah. They have this other guy coming that used to uh that starts this Monday. He did uh work for Bellator. Okay. And he also did some ESPN stuff. As a matter of fact, uh you probably missed it, but you might have heard it. The the preview video they aired on NXT on Tuesday for the Balor Cross 2 fight. Uh-huh. He's actually one of the guys speaking in that video. Okay. So he I'm I've gauged from the stuff I've seen of him, he'll be a better fit. But again, that all goes back to Vince McMahon's patience or lack thereof. If he doesn't think in the, for his for his off or, or off the wall or all over the place as Mar Winala was, he was on SmackDown for a, for months. And I, I, I guess part of what kept him around was because the fans in general liked his commentary. Yeah, you know, I mean, and I then know. and then NXT also. I mean, you got to be able to actually do the job, mm-hmm. but then you also got to be able to put up with the or give people. space for the others around you to do their job. That too, but yeah. what I was going to say is put up with the people that are making you do your job, yeah. right? Doing your job is one thing. Getting along with your coworkers, whether it's the people under you, people lateral of you, or, or people top. on top, like that can make or break a job, mm-hmm. right? Oh, yeah. Um, so I mean, it could have been, it could have been Adnan was like, "Fuck Vince." Vince could have been like, fuck Adnan, yeah. or it could have been somebody else. I don't know. But I don't feel like I got enough of a a fair shake with him. And I don't think that, like, from my judgment, like, he was bad enough to get the axe, mm-hmm. right? Like, he didn't seem like he was ever lost, but I could tell he wasn't as polished as he could be. And, right? I, and I don't even think it's polished. JR, JR, Paul Heyman, um, Mar Ronaldo, even to a point, Kevin Kelly, they have a they have a distinct voice and yeah. cadence that separates them from everyone else. If you were to hear a 10-second clip of someone's voice, you would know exactly who it was because okay. of their accent or their cadence or their delivery. Yeah. I felt like hearing Adnan, he vocally sounded too much like one of us as opposed to somebody else. Oh my god! <laughs> you petty commoners, as Fuck. opposed to somebody that had more polish or whatever. Like we're, yeah. I'm just rolling off the cuff. 
A lot of fans talk this way. Yeah. But you don't expect the fan rolling off the cuff to be the fucking lead announcer for Raw. They expect some kind of decorum. They expect yeah. some kind of bass in your voice. They expect some kind of like assertion when you talk or your, the way you enunciate certain yeah. things or your delivery to be like, oh, that's the reason why that guy's there. I never got that from Adnan to the mm. point where the last couple of weeks, Corey Graves, it, it felt like Saxton was always here. Yeah. Adnan was up here and Corey was right here. And then it got to the point that Corey was doing more. And then Adnan was about as the same level as Saxton. Maybe Saxton even started, they were giving more to Saxton to do. And Adnan's just like the third wheel. Which and you're paying all this question. money for an ESPN guy to be the third wheel? Well, that might be the answer to my question, which I was going to say, which begs the question, why is Byron still there? But they probably have Byron on the cheap, whereas they took this guy from ESPN on the not cheap. Oh, because we lost such and such to AW. We lost such and such by uh, Kayla to fucking ESPN that we need to hire one of their guys. Yeah. But uh, I'm willing to give an open mind to uh, this other guy. I, the name's like on the top of my – I said my tongue. Don't, don't give me a lion. There's been a, there's been, we're trying to get crammed eight weeks worth of news. <laughs> Speaking of, what do you think about Osprey? I wish Hector was here for this part. You know what, what's happening Man, with Osprey? Yeah, yeah, he, he got his neck broke and now yeah, after having the title and now he's going to be gone for a while. And that really sucks, man. Uh, I haven't watched the match. I heard it was super awesome. I love Osprey and I love uh, 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 Shingo, and I really, really want to see it. I Hakai haven't seen it yet. Um, yeah, that shit was brutal. So if, if if you want to say that's match of the year worthy, I uh, trust you. We're not going all the way out there. No, it's not. It's no. not that good. It's good, but eh, I wouldn't say it's the best match they have. Okay. Well, whatever. Yeah. Um, but yeah, it, it sucks that you know he. Got the title, and but then he's... words words kind of go getting out that a lot of the gaijin talent yeah. is kind of unhappy about the whole state of how they're handling COVID, mm. and that they don't know until the last minute whether they can go or whether they have to come back home from wherever they're taking the break at. Mm. You know, most some of this show, whether Hector was here or not, was supposed to be a prediction episode about the uh, uh, Grand Slam wrestle show that they're supposed to have oh. in the Tokyo Dome. The only match that's on the card on their website is blank either Shingo or Osprey against Kazuchika Okada for the title in the 60-minute match. Mm. So Okada has no opponent and literally no title match because the title's vacant. Why wouldn't it be Shingo? I don't know. I mean, Osprey's the one that's hurt. Why Why not Why not Shingo? Like, I don't understand. We'll figure it out when New Japan makes an announcement. They might want to put it up on the line for G1. Winner gets the title. Oh, okay. But there's literally no other matches announced at all. And right. partly of that is because the ha- the the perceived handling of the COVID vac- the COVID virus over there. Mm. Wrestlers hadn't gotten fully vaccinated yet. Okada had had COVID last month. Oh. Um, a couple of De- I think Desperado also had it. Um, and some of the guys were just unhappy with the whole situation. Mm. But um, sucks for Osprey, man. You know. Yeah, I mean. Empire was yeah. coming was was coming up. He got the belt, nasty ass belt. But he got the belt, the Cody tattoo belt belt. But it's a shame, man. I'm it, 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 the the intrigue makes me want to watch the wrestle show just to see what we're gonna get or how they're gonna handle it. 
because they have to by now they have to have some kind of idea or 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 plan B or fallback. Yeah. Especially with COVID going around, there has to be at least plaid C, D, or E somewhere in the envelope stored in the main vault yeah. of uh, New Japan offices just in case of a situation like this. You know, you, you hate to see it happen, but you want to be prepared for it just yeah. in case it does. Yeah, and prepare, uh, preparations A through G were not any good. Mm-hmm. So Now um, we're in X or whatever the it, no. Japanese equivalent of X would be. I was going to say H, but yes. <laughs> On the whole, preparation H feels good. <laughs> Depends where. <laughs> you don't want to rub that on your teeth. Um, <laughs> don't ask me how I know. Um, we had this conversation the last time we recorded, and now we're going to have this. Con- we're going to revisit this. Is it time for pro wrestling to be back on the road full time? Uh, I mean, you got your vaccine. I got my vaccine. I got my vaccine. You got your vaccine. Half of the country has at least one shot so far. Yeah, either it's the Johnson or the or they're waiting for the second. Are 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 they? It's WWE because let's let's focus on them. Uh, it, is WWE? I, I know that they're going on on the road, but are they limited capacity, or are they just saying y'all motherfuckers just come? So I think they're they're adhering to whatever guidelines the state has. When I bought my tickets for uh, my pre-sale tickets for SmackDown and Money in the Bank, which I successfully got, um, there were no separations. There were no bubbles. There was no uh, – we're only selling tickets in groups of two, four, or eight, or yeah. six. It was free-for-all uh, because, again, Texas, Red State, that's, what, that's, that's the game we're playing now. It's everybody pack arenas and bring your guns. That's the way we are now. All Yosemite Sam motherfuckers. So, and all of y'all pregnant. But you can't get rid of it. Right, um, right. So you stay pregnant. Yeah. And we're not giving you any money. That's how they up the attendance numbers. Yeah. Yes. <laughs> yes. Oh, and then if you kill it, you're a felon. Oh, wait. Yeah. If you're a felon, you can't vote. And if you can't vote, then MAGA. So um, <laughs> I told you we're going to be we, – we've been stepping in this shit a lot tonight. Yeah. We've only been yeah. 20 minutes. Yeah. Um. So it doesn't seem it doesn't seem like there's any capacity where they're at so far, but yeah. that's uh, that's probably the other reason why they didn't completely roll out the 28 because they're right now WWE just announced 28 shows, mm-hmm. the first three they only announced the first three which was Houston, Fort Worth, Dallas, all in Psychotown. Yeah. So and Psychotown, everything goes. It's yeah. Fucking Fury Road around here. So the next the next cities Kansas City and uh, Minneapolis Minnesota for Raw and SmackDown respectively, I think their their leniencies are being lifted also. Mm-hmm. Um, in general, they're being lifted. Green the, all the tours are yeah. back on. The Green Day, Fall Out Boy, Weezer's coming. Fucking er, fucking all the '80s rock bands, Def Leppard. They're gonna do that show also. Everything's back on schedule now since enough people got the shot apparently. Or yeah, states don't care. Yeah. I I mean I get that you're going by the 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 state guidelines and stuff, right? Um, I think the optics of it aren't that great, right? It, but the it, it's just the optics to the people that like half of the people that actually you know care, right? Uh, Can we split so, the blame the blame around? Because if you're because you know not that we're trying to pick sides here, or that I'm trying to pick sides. We could throw some the exact same amount of blame in AEW because this Sunday, oh, yeah. That's this what, Sunday, yeah. in the other place that Bugs Bunny tried to saw off in Florida, they're going full one hundred. 
Yeah, uh, capacity for double or nothing. Yeah. After they had um, Machine Gun Kelly a, two, a couple of weeks ago, 100%. And it sold out. Yeah. So the blank goes around in general in the wrestling world. We're not just picking WWE. That's why a blanket statement yeah. in general. Well, that's why I wanted to start with WWE. MLW's doing shows in July. Yeah. AW's going back on the road in July. ZZW has been doing shows since November. (laughs) Ring of Honor is going to be in Maryland for their first pay-per-view next month in June. So it's like the floodgates are open for everybody in business. Yeah. Game changers come in for that one promotion. We're not going to talk about no more here because they did you dirty. Ah, yes. But um, it it just – in general, we're not picking any sides here. Just in general. Are we ready? In general, I I think – in general, I don't like the optics of it. You know, um, we haven't yet figured out as a country how we're actually going to make sure that it's safe to open. Yeah, a lot of folks have their vaccines, right? Um, Both of us sitting right here, we have our vaccines, okay? But it's not – like there's no way to prove that you actually do. There's no way to prove that I actually do. It's kind of tying into your opinion earlier about the vaccine. You trust the people that make the vaccine as opposed to people that don't know what the hell they're talking about. Right. I can't trust the people that I don't know in these arenas as opposed to if I'm just staying exactly. at home with you and Trav and Scott and Paisley. Yeah. Here. Yeah. Yeah. That And that's the thing, man. Like if it's like, what are we at now? I think the last time I heard was 40%. I imagine that we're higher than that. Like 40% of the population is yeah. fully vaccinated or something. Or at least somewhat vaccinated. All right. If it's fucking... 40%, but you have the arena open at 100%. How many of them motherfuckers are all covid You know? Like, and I'm not afraid of them being covid because I got the vaccine. Mm-hmm. But, like, they're still spreading it around with each other. That's not good for the population as a whole. I'm still skeptical that the vaccine that is in us, even though they're set, they're made separately, either one of them might not be good enough for the variants that are, that are out now. That is a concern. <laughs> you know? <laughs> that is a concern. Yeah. What, you got Pfizer? No, J and J. Oh, and I got the Moderna. Mm-hmm. Yeah, 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 yeah. So those those two are very different. Yeah, <laughs> yeah. no clots yet. Oh, well, but after PR, I've had a, I had a good run. I mean, <laughs> there's a reason why you didn't wear most of those shirts before tank top. I know, right? You know. Yeah, I'm I'm losing all. all yeah, I'm losing. it's a shot. I damn it. Porsche's in the live chat. Mm-hmm. Hi, Porsche. Oh. Uh, It's it's cautious because they're not WWE in general not doing house shows, right? Um, it's something that we've talked about before, where I think it adds uh, exclusivity to your product if it isn't so available all the time everywhere. Uh, keep in mind, before BC in religious times before COVID, AEW was having just as much attendance to their live shows, if not more, than actual WWE Raw and SmackDown. Half of the bottom level was taped off. All the top levels taped off. Yeah. Right now, um, most of the top level for um, Money in the Bank is taped off, but they're almost selling out to the point that they might release more seats. Here for SmackDown, they didn't release the upper level at all. So it could be just as packed as it was for TakeOver, which uh, the TakeOver War Games, which was not even 20% full. Um, so there's still skeptics out there that might not be ready for this, which yeah. is why they're they're holding off to the last minute. And and that adds to again credence to what we've already had. I've I've bought at least three co- tickets to concerts last year. 
And thankfully, I was able to get refunds for all of them. But since they rescheduled the dates, they didn't refund people. And I think some customers don't want to have that experience. Yeah. So they're not going to put that money up front unless they know the show is going to happen. Yeah, man, it, it's a sticky situation because I understand people want to make money, right? Uh, because they're, we're also cutting, you know, the benefits for unemployment. Some of those people probably work in the fucking arenas and work in the the, the show industry, yeah. right? Concessions, Rigging. shit like that. Yeah. So it's like, all right, cool. It, this is the fucking domino effect of what's going on here. Like, all right, well, y'all bastards are mooching off of unemployment so let's take away unemployment that way your ass can get to work well the reason why we're not getting to work is because covid's still going on reason, still getting sick. yeah people are still getting sick covid's still going on because you motherfuckers didn't want to wear your mask so now we need a rush but now even though we're rushing you're you're not you're not complying with the like the carousel still, keeps going yeah, to the same spot we i've still, been here oh i've been here too we <laughs> I think we still need a few more months before we do this. And the, the people that are holdouts, because the vaccination rate isn't going as fast as it did when, you know, March, February, things like yeah. that. Vaccination rate was like, as, as soon as we could put them in arms, we're putting them in arms. But now it's like we're struggling to actually get people to actually come and get them. You know? Did you know New York is having a lottery for everyone yes. that does the vaccination that they're yes. for a million bucks? Yes. Did you get that chance? No. Neither did I. No. <laughs> I had to fucking drive three hours away. <laughs> Two times. Because <laughs> it was in such high demand when I got <laughs> it at the time. You know? <laughs> yeah. Um, and even us as wrestling fans, you know how bad we want it. Thunderdome's not working. Yeah, empty arenas isn't working. Yeah, MLW and the Quinceanera ain't working. Yeah, you want as close to authenticity as possible. But then you, but then you look around and you remember before COVID that you had idiot fans jumping into the ring. Yeah, doing stupid shit. You had stupid ass fans walking down the ramp next to the fucking shield. And then I'm watching basketball last night, and there's a fan that spits on Trey Young. And then there's another fan that pours popcorn on Russell Westbrook because he got injured and 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 they their team and the Nets lost. Is it working now? Check the. Uh, um, I'm refreshing. There it is. Yeah, it's there. Okay. So let's try this again before my bar in the building completely went kaput. Right. Yep. There we go. Yeah. There we go. There we are. So let's All try right. this again. We had the benefit and detriment. Of yeah. Well, hold on. You're just going in all raw. <laughs> So the power just went out here. We don't know why. We just heard a loud boom, and then the, the lights cut off, and everything died. So that that's why <laughs> that's what happened. That's what we're doing the second yes, part too. Yes. Okay. So yeah. So before I got cut off, giving context here yes. as to what the hell happened. Okay, we had so, the benefit slash detriment I'm, of I'm the last posting to Facebook of the last four years that people either got a whole lot more generous 
are a lot more assholish. Yeah. So the fuck fuckery is going to be at an extreme when we start having all these shows again. I've been seeing um, Trey Young get spit on, Russell Wilson get pop, Russell Westbrook get popcorn dumped on him. All these crazy ass fans trying to hug around Phil Mickelson after he won the Masters after he was like a four hundred to one shot and surrounding him with possible COVID because you don't know who has and who doesn't. I agree that we might not be ready for this mm -hmm. as a whole. I have enough – I'm throwing enough caution to the wind to know that since I'm vaccinated and I still wear my mask when I was out of town, I still mm -hmm. wear my mask when I travel, I still wear my mask at work, and I still wear my mask when I'm out. Yeah. That I'm going to keep wearing that hole <laughs> and continue to live the best life I possibly can amongst this hell Yeah, <laughs> we got going on right now. Ugh. So I'm going to save you the trouble, and I'm going to just mouth off some matches that have happened in the last five to six weeks. All right. Swan versus okay. Omega. I reposted everything. The right one. Yes, the right one. Because <laughs> that was another thing, too. I don't know if anybody noticed. <laughs> I posted last week's episode today. <laughs> so now, did you? Tonight's episode's just been snake bit from the fucking beginning. I, yeah. Goddamn. First That's what happens back. when Hector's not here. Yeah. Yeah, Hector's the glue that keeps us together. Yeah, Arnold. and Arnold's the alcohol that keeps everything separated. Right. Yeah. Rich Swan versus Kenny Omega for all the titles. Impact, TNA, yeah. AEW. The story was fucking good. Yeah. And it was good enough that for a moment, I forgot why I didn't like Rich Swan because of his personal stuff. Mm -hmm. So they, it was pretty good. And Swan got the shit beat out of him, which I liked. Now, okay. So do we, we want to revisit the shit with Rich, Rich Swan? Accused wife beater. But then it, he wasn't – did you get that last part there where, where like – Again, that goes back to our opinion earlier in, the, in our previous recent episode yeah. that the court of public opinion is very fickle. Yeah. 30 seconds of he's good doesn't surmount to weeks and months of, oh, that motherfucker did it. <laughs> right. But – I don't remember who it was that was telling me that, oh, yeah, all that wasn't Because I thought it was w with one of them. I thought Rich No, with Rich, Mia, it wasn't true. I thought uh, Rich and, and Mia Yim. And that's and why Mia, I don't know. And that's why Mia Yim wears the ring. Somebody so said there something. was another one that he might have been innocent of. But know. regardless, the storytelling was good. Omega won. They're pushing that. Um. Darby Allen against Jungle Boy for the TNT title a couple of weeks ago. Yeah. Uh, Imperium versus Killian Dane and Drake Maverick on NXT television. T title match. Um, Penta versus Cassidy. Really? <laughs> on Dynamite. I don't think that I saw that. Um, two out of three falls, Kushida and Escobar for the Cruiserweight title. That was really good. That, I really like that. That might have edged that out. And then we had Cross Balor Part 1. Mm -hmm. And then we can, as, as a candidate, we can add last night's. Cross uh, Balor Part 2. Tuesdays. Cross Balor Part 2, which I thought was good. Arnold had one in here that but, you said. Um, what did he say? Hector added oh, Osprey said, and Riddle versus Woods. Riddle versus Woods. Hector added uh, Shingo, Takagi, and Osprey. Um It's it, it sucks that we've had so much time apart that most of these matches are a blur. I don't think there's anything in the moment other than possibly 
Kushida Escobar, two out of three falls that I would say could be in contention. Uh, so that would be on the NXT brand. What other match do we have as contenders on NXT? Okay. So, so far, these are the matches that we have for 2021 match of the year. For New Japan, Osprey versus Sabre from the New Japan Cup quarters. For AEW, we have Britt Baker versus Thunder Rosa lights out. That main event at Dynamite. For WWE, we have Sasha Banks versus Bianca Belair for the SmackDown Women's title at Mania. For NXT, we currently have nothing. Throw it on there. Why not? I yeah. mean, that match is better than nothing. <laughs> but I, that doesn't mean because there's nothing that we could just throw something on there. Yeah, I mean, it was good. I liked it. <laughs> so far, it's the best match of the year from NXT that I like. Should we throw it to the people for confirmation just to be on the safe side? No, fuck them. <laughs> <laughs> no, sure. That's sure. how we. That's how we let made it to three hundred seventy-nine. Let them yap and get right. their opinion. So Why we'll, not? we'll throw it yeah. on there. Yeah. yeah if yeah. if Kushida versus um, um, King Cuerno, two out of three falls, deserves to be on our match of the year list, we'll throw that on there uh, on the Facebooks tonight or tomorrow. Um. Yeah, that's pretty much the thing that's standing out right now. Uh, pay-per-view you ready uh yeah a hundred percent fans and then zero percent fans what do you mean zero percent fans let's kick it off with the zero fans oh stadium stampede oh they're not gonna have anybody in the stadium remember stadium stampede yeah it was in the football field right the rest of this pay-per-view is in daily's place okay that's <laughs> And they're right next door. Yeah, but that's probably one of the main reasons why I'm not going this weekend is because that 45-minute match is not going to be in front of an audience because that audience bought tickets to sit in Daly's place. They didn't, they're not having this event in the football field where they should have. If they would have had uh, blood and guts in the football field, they could have had the truss to hold the cage over the ring so you could have had the entire show in front of an audience except half of the show. We didn't even get to talk about this. Half of the show was taped ahead of time without an audience. Yeah. The people that spent money to go or to possibly travel to Dynamite that day to see Blood and Guts, the only match they saw live was Blood and Guts. Mm. They didn't get to see anything else from Dynamite. Well, they had the Kenny Omega promo come out and then Miro come out. But as far as wrestling, you paid money for a 45-minute match and that was it. And that left a bad taste in my mouth with this. So when I realized that they were not having this in the football field, but in the amphitheater, I don't want to drive all the way over there and miss a third of the pay-per-view. Right. I'm out. You know, what would have been a, a cool idea was whatever the capacity for Daly's Place is, sell that amount of tickets for the football field. Mm -hmm. And that way you have plenty of room to fucking social distance. Florida, they don't give a flying fuck. Fill up the football field. <laughs> yeah, just have another Did, super spreader. And, and, yeah. But again, we're not picking sides here. Didn't we just have a super spreader at WrestleMania? Yeah. And they sold how many tickets? Now, In two nights. Yeah. For two nights. Yeah. And no one's gonna there. no one's gonna give a chop block to AE for doing one night at, yeah. at in their own football field. Next to a COVID testing. They actually test most of the people that show up anyway. So you AW is doing somewhat of a better job than WWE in that aspect. Yeah. Why not have it in the football field? So Stadium Stampede, Pinnacle against Inner Circle. Inner Circle loses. They break up. 
anticipation level. I don't like the and they break up part. Mm-hmm. Um, Red herring, too obvious. I get. Is it either one of them loses? They all like the the. No, so Pinnacle who, won blood and guts, right. so they have no reason to take this rematch. Inner okay. Circle egged them on, so Pinnacle's like, "You want this match? Put your team on the line." Mm. That's that was their Pinnacle's way of okay of enticing yeah. themselves. That, mm-hmm. Okay, so it's, it doesn't go both ways. I thought yeah. it went both ways. All right, so that's what she said. Hi, Papa. Mm. Uh, since it doesn't go both ways, it's not nearly as exciting. Uh, Never is. <laughs> um. Yeah, I, I guess I guess that means Inner Circle will win. Uh, I've got Inner Circle winning easily. You know, I, I would be at like an, a fucking 11 because the last Stadium Stampede was good. But um, I, I think I'm going to go with a 9 on this one be, because of the stipulation. I'm going to go 7. Ooh! On paper, the match should be fun. But anticipation means booking. Anticipation means how we ended up here. It's cool to have like a themed match for your pay-per-view, your one pay-per-view every year. Not that it's just the one pay-per-view, but every double or nothing so far, this double or nothing will be the second one. So they kind of want there's there's tr- they're attempting at a tradition where at double or nothing we have a stadium stampede match. Okay, cuz this is going to be the second one in the same place. Tradition be damned. They should have had blood and guts in this in this pay-per-view. Mm. It feels like too short of a time frame to get from, oh, hey, I made a group that's going to counter the inner circle to we already had our big fucking blood and guts match. Oh, and now we're having the fucking rematch. Mm-hmm. Like if this is your first 100 percent audience. Yeah, you could have had time to plan. You could like I mentioned earlier. Have it in a football field, even if it's 40% capacity. Build the trust so that you can have the cage hanging over both the rings and you can lower it like WWE does. Not trying to suck on WWE's teeth, but they've been doing this long enough. They kind of got it down to a science. Yeah. You know, even in the fucking full sale for NXT, they have the cage that the doors like flap open like a goal wing, kind of. It's it's weird contraption that they that they set up. It can be done, but they for the sake of we have to rush it, this feels like it's too rushed. And then you add the stipulation where pin, where if Inner Circle loses, they're done. It's I'm at a like seven for this. Okay. And I've got Inner Circle hands down winning this. Am I going to enjoy it? I hope so. Half of the team from the first match is in this one. And that first match was on our match of the year list last year. Yeah, it was a damn good match. <laughs> it, it was, was one of the two matches that got the most reaction. Stadium yeah. Stampede because it was so much fun. And then Walter versus Dragunov because you literally saw someone die in front of you a thousand times. <laughs> Yeah, that was nasty. Oh, that's what she said. Hey, so I want to enjoy this. I will go, <laughs> I will go in with an open mind and lowered pants. Oh but, my! But the anticipation from the build to this, it could have been done a lot better. Okay, a lot right. better. I can, okay, number. You already gave me a number, right? Yeah, I gave me a number nine. Nine. Okay, good. And we both got inner circle winning. Yeah. <clears throat> Here's one for you. How about the World Tag Team titles? Hey, uh, can, can we pause, though? We didn't talk about Blood and Guts. Okay, Blood and Guts. I thought it was a fucking amazing, delightful match. Um, I really, 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 really liked it. And they really, really, really fucked it up with the ending. The same way how they fucked up the death match with their little cheesy ending. The popcorn uh, part. 
Yeah, this is <clears throat> this is on again, again, uh, just a devil's advocate. The popcorn fart happened after the bell rang and the match was over. Yeah, 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 yeah. yeah. <laughs> this this is on the cusp of becoming a pattern. Mm -hmm. Okay. We're we're supposed to get like this big fucking thing. What to do? Bells or no bells? Whatever. Somebody was supposed to die. The ring was supposed to explode. Something crazy was supposed to happen. You advertise a death match. Nobody died. You advertise right. blood and guts. Jericho only dislocated an elbow. We want actual carnage. Well, that's not the thing. No, no, no. That's the joke. You laugh at that because that's the joke. No, mm -hmm. I want something believable. I want to be able to suspend my disbelief. I'm not saying I want to see. <laughs> Remember Spring Stampede last year? I know. How real was half of that? That's the thing. But it depends on the fucking uh, uh, presentation of it. Okay. Uh, Stadium Stampede from the get-go wasn't a presentation where this is going to be, oh, my God, crazy. We're going to kill people, right? So, like, when I watch a comedy, I want to what? I want to laugh. When I watch a thriller, I want to be thrilled. When I want uh, when I watch a, a scary movie, I want to be scared. You watch a right? death match, you want someone to if, die. If I'm watching porn, I want an erection, you know? <laughs> but, like, in, in, in this particular match, like, the flop onto the padding, the crash pad that was covered in – and cardboard that was meant to look like concrete. That no, like, ruined, like steel plating. Whatever the yeah. fuck it was. It, it ruined was... the illusion. Mm -hmm. So I'm not saying I want Jericho dead. No, 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 no. That's not what I'm saying. What I'm saying is don't attempt it if you can't pull it off to make it look good while still being safe, mm -hmm. right? If it, if it won't look good, don't fucking do it or do something else. Accentuate the positives. Don't the negative. do the things that you can't do. Mm -hmm. And so far, you can't do an exploding ring. Okay, then don't advertise it as exploding ring. Or don't you do it again. You can't do blood and guts. Okay, don't have the blood and guts part. But what's funny about that is throughout the match, everybody bled. The actual blood and guts part of the match, so, like that was sufficient. That was yeah. enough. You didn't even need that that spot from the top rope. Sponsored yeah, that, by Tampax. Yeah, that would have been like a cherry on top, but done even, right. You didn't need that cherry on and top. And it was one bad camera angle was all it fucking took. Yeah. Oh. Yeah. Such bad luck by AW. Yeah. The littlest shit. Like, five seconds of bad pyro was all it took to ruin 40 minutes. Yeah. <laughs> one bad camera angle was all it took to ruin probably, possibly one minutes. of the biggest main events Dynamite's ever had. And you know what it reminds me of? The six-pack match. Where, oh my god, the Undertaker threw Rikiti off of the top. But when he landed, poof, mm -hmm. all this fucking hay everywhere. Yes, he really did lacerate and bruise his spleen. And he was out for a long time. So it was a harder landing. But that initial camera angle from the bottom, and you just see Rikishi land on the corner. You're like, he's dead. No. No, <laughs> when you saw the poof, you're like, oh, that's uh, he landed safely, right? So it's like, eh, wham, wham. But like... <laughs> Like you that that ruined the illusion for that match, right? But what sucked is that he actually really did get seriously hurt. Yeah. But the illusion like was Jericho. like he did it. Yeah. yeah. Jericho, on the other hand, you know, is I mean, he, his shoulder wasn't really hurt, right? That's he, kayfabe. He, no, he dislocated. Yeah, he did it. Yeah. Oh, he, he legit hurt. Okay. Yeah. Well, then I don't know. <laughs> Fuck me. What am I? Who knows. Bucks versus Moxley. I want them to not get hurt, but look like that they did. And they look like that they didn't, but they really did get hurt. You had it all back-ass words. 
Bucks versus Moxley and Kingston. I'm at a five. Okay. And I'll tell you why. So, Tony Khan, if you're listening, send me the check or an application. The whole rivalry between Moxley and the Bullet Club or the Elite stems from Moxley and Omega. But now Omega's got like mini bosses. So Moxley had to get his old friend to to help combat the mini bosses. Which I had no idea that they were friends. They don't seem like they the, yeah. could have been friends. I don't know. Maybe yeah. that's because I was a CZW thing, or, yeah. you know, before his or Chikara. Yeah, whatever. Like, <laughs> uh, oh, he's your friend? Oh, okay. But the rivalry isn't. The story isn't Moxley and Kingston want to be tag team champions. The story that has been presented up to a certain point was. Moxley's getting revenge on Omega. Moxley can't do it alone. He, the enemy of my enemy is my friend. They lost me on this feud last week that I still haven't finished the episode, but I heard what happened. Main event, Young Bucks against super babyface Brian Pillman after fucking dark side of his dad. And up-and-comer, growing like a fungus, Griff Garrison. And cute little Julia Hart on the corner. The story that should have been told that night, Tony Khan, was Moxley and Kingston cost the Young Bucks the titles. Kingston and, and Moxley don't give a fuck about these tag titles. You think Moxley wants a tag title over the heavyweight title that Omega has? No. Moxley and that and feud doesn't need a belt. The feud, and it doesn't. Yeah. So, And again, it's the Young Bucks. It's their company. They can win the belts back next week. Who gives a fuck? The story is... The Young Bucks are giving them the title shot because Kingston and fucking Moxley keep picking at them. Okay. But the Bucks will want the match if those two motherfuckers cost the Bucks the titles. Mm. That gives a reason for all four of them to be against each other. To be pissed off. Yeah. And then secondary, almost just as important, you got a fucking super baby face now with Brian Pillman Jr. and the and the Varsity Blondes. New up-and-comers that have been working hard to be number one contenders in the rankings, the actual fucking rankings, they win the titles. So you have all the kids. You've got the you've got the acclaim. You've got varsity blondes. You've got Bear Country. You've got Top Flight when the other kid comes back from his injury. You got fucking Jungle Boy and 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 Dinosaur. Lucha. Yeah, Luchasaurus. You can let that fucking tag division marinate and grow to where you can make other talent so that when the young bucks get the belts again because they signed the check they actually have talent to beat and okay. instead we're getting this so i'm at a five and i'm and and the other caveat is that within 10 minutes is going to be a garbage ccw moxley match that he tends to do like i'm there was like six months when moxley first left wwe and showed up as the death rider in new japan and he was actually pro wrestler badass mm -hmm. yeah he wasn't doing the garbage stuff he wasn't even doing comedy stuff with shooter umino he made yeah. that kid yeah he's coming back from injury this, this next month also and then he would just went back to fucking czw game changer wrestling hardcore light tube moxley from dragon yeah. gate i was like, I don't want to see that shit so i'm not so yeah i've had a five and i i the bucks are winning it fuck it i don't i don't want to see moxley get I don't want to say demoted, but regulated to the tag division. That's yeah. not a guy in the tag division. Yeah. If I would rather have Moxley in the fucking Battle Royal. 
for a oh. title shot. Oh. Throw that motherfucker and let him do his hardcore shit in that. Yeah. This? Yeah. So you bring a good, a good point about Moxley, hardcore Moxley. Um, I don't really want to see that either. I, I, I don't know. There's just something about Moxley where I'm just like, ah, I'm not really uh, glued to the TV when he shows up. I'm like, oh, oh yeah, Moxley, right. Um, and Eddie Kingston, I'm almost repulsed when he's on the TV. In the ring or on the mic? Because together in, and in the, separate, in, they can cut promos like a mobile. In the ring, on the mic, he's actually pretty good. But I don't give a shit about any of his fucking matches. Mm-hmm. Right? So it's like he, he attracts me with his mic skills, but he repulses me with his in-ring skills. So it, it's a zero-sum game. I'm like neutral with him. Which and you don't want to be neutral. You don't want to be one. neutral. That's not you good. You either have a side. You can yeah. boo Cena, yeah. but at least you're booing him. Yeah, and I'm like – Oh yeah, Eddie. He's he's Eddie Kingston's a thing. Okay, whatever. You know, and Moxley, I'm like, ugh. Now I really do like the books, but you bring up a really good point. This match shouldn't be about the tag titles. The the tag titles could be used for something else. The if the Bucks continue to dominate the tag division and having the tag belts with the heel run, you're gonna run the the risk of what everybody was afraid what was gonna happen happening. Which people have already turned on Cody because of it, which is, oh, look, the bookers are booking themselves as being the top guys. Everybody's fucking turned their backs on Cody. You're running the risk of doing the same thing with the Bucks, and you're running the risk of doing the same thing with uh, Kenny. So it's like the the four guys, the elite, the bullet club, the whatever you want to fucking call them, the guys that we wanted to see make their own promotion, we're starting to get to the point where we're like, man, fuck these guys. And if you haven't built other talent after that and you're just still trying to ride those coattails of the Bullet Club and those coattails are whoop, cut short, you are fucking nowhere. Yeah. Nowhere now. Great point. Great. Nowhere. I mean, you've kind of built up Darby, but that's about it. You, But you're kind of built up Miro, but... Uh, now it only yeah, took seven it, months. But, I mean, what the fuck happened to Jungle Boy? Man, Jungle Boy, he should have been fucking to the moon. You know? What's going on with Orange? What's going on with Pac? Pac could have been a bit of an exception there. You could say, oh, the XWWE guy. But he kind of reinvented himself. You know? But, like, all these guys that were, like, shining fucking stars, you haven't really fucking shoved the rocket up their ass yet. You know? And and we're kind of waiting for that. We're kind of waiting for that. And I was excited when we said, all right, we're finally going to give it to Kenny. Because that's kind of what we wanted. We wanted to see the Bullet Club have their own organization and see what they could do. And But don't let the needle go too far this way. And they let the needle go too far this way with Cody. They're kind of doing it at the same time with Kenny. They're kind of doing it at the same time with uh, the Young Bucks. All three of them together being on top. It's, again, going back to optics. Right now, right now, the Young Bucks look like heel Young Bucks from Bullet Club in New Japan. Right now, Kenny looks like a cheap, watered-down imitation of what a heel champion he would be if he was run by Vince McMahon. Damn. If he was the cleaner, the no-nonsense, the no-bullshit, I'm going to just V-trigger you 90 times so I can beat you. That guy? I'll, I'm down with that. But this Kenny Omega that's on television right now, and I, I know we're detouring, but it's it's digging to, to your, your mm-hmm. what you threw out. Mm-hmm. It's, it's not clicking for me yet. What's saving grace is the Thanos route that he's trying to grab all the belts. Yeah. And see how far that goes to see who kills up against him. Yeah. Um, 
But I mean, is he running out of belts to collect? He's got more. Okay. Yeah. Which we'll bleed into that in a little bit. All right. So a little transition here. You mentioned that the, they're booking themselves into a corner with uh, all the Bullet Club people doing Bullet Club stuff. Is that a reason or a major reason why uh, I'm assuming you're still a fan of Hangman Page? Because he decided to branch out and do it on his own as opposed to still staying under that Bullet Club um, elite umbrella? Or are you indifferent with Page with Hangman also? Um, until you mentioned it right now, I completely forgot. I completely <laughs> forgot about Hangman. Uh, and even then, he, Hangman, he had the title. He was Hang, in a title match for the first AEW title. Hangman wasn't the guy that I wanted to see succeed when I was like, "Oh, the Bullet Club's making their own fucking company, mm -hmm. right?" And to me, Hangman was kind of like Nakazawa. You know, they're they're like oh, they're part of the Bullet Club, but yeah, yeah, whatever, not really, right? You know, they tried to make a star out of him, but he's been on the fucking back burner, as far as I could tell. Uh, is he a part of the Dark Order? Yeah, but no. Like at this point, it's like, okay, I'm done with teasing. Yeah, hazlo. You know, <laughs> like, like, oh, are you gonna join? Are you gonna, like, how long are you gonna do that? It's been a year. He, there is a shirt. A COVID year, no less. And, so that's like five regular And years. here's how much they're teasing it. If you go on Shop AW right now, there's a badass Hangman shirt. Um, the Garth Brooks song, I Have Friends in Low Places. Hangman has, I Have Friends in Dark Places. Okay. So, like, just, like, so, so. What are we doing Update here? the status on Facebook already. I mean, do you, need, do you need to get a little bit more Metamucil in your diet? Shit, or get off the pot, man. Like, seriously. Like, at, at this point, like, I don't care if he ever joins, if he doesn't join or whatever. It is like, that steam is out of the bag. He's wrestling uh, Brian Cage, the machine. On okay. Pay-per-view. Good. So, Number four. Four. Seven. Okay. Ooh, okay. Defend I, yourself. Beef. The first match they had on Dynamite was really good. And okay. the fact that Hangman lost was even better because, again, for all the faults that AEW starting to have that we didn't have when they first showed up on TNT, the slow burn, the long game, we as wrestling fans have had the story fed from the beginning. Fucking Hangman was in the first ever AEW world title match at All Out. Yeah. He lost. Right now, up to, this, up to a couple of weeks ago, he was ranked number one in the rankings for the heavyweight title until he lost to Cage. Yeah. So they're slow burning that to where eventually when Hangman becomes back in the number one position, it'll be all out time. And it'll be against Kenny Omega. And it'll be the main event. And it'll be the story of redemption, which fans of AEW will die to watch. <laughs> which is event. funny to think that the, the redemption story is going to come from somebody that's in or maybe not in the Dark Order. Right, because mm -hmm. the Dark Order is supposed to be like this you're, monster. You're, you're looking at you're you're focusing on one side of the coin instead of the other side that they're going to tell. It's not that he's unsure of being the Dark Order. They're going to push the narrative that he is no longer elite. Okay, <laughs> and if they tell that good story enough, you might it might distract. You. It might. Like, see, the thing is, I, I I can't get enough of the good, bad, and the hungry. You know, I want more of that too. <laughs> I, I like it. Um, but Reynolds it, is hurt though, it, right? It's almost yeah. Or silver, one of them. One of them is hurt. Uh, it, it's almost like those two overshadowed Grayson and, and, and Evil Uno. Yeah, you know, oh, yeah. They overshadowed uh, ten. They overshadowed and everybody. Stu was getting better in the ring, and Uno was cutting a lot of weight, and he was looking good. And they but and they overshadowed everybody with comedy 
when they're in a faction that's not supposed to be comedy. But when Brody died, they had to get a little bit more lighthearted, and then you have the kid out there and negative one. And to so, their defense, they were comedy yeah. on 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 being the elite right? before Brody passed. It's on you True. and you didn't watch it. No, no, I I, I get what you mean. Mm-hmm. But that was a little bit under wraps. Yeah, it's not under wraps anymore because they're like, Brody died. Okay, let's show everybody going out there doing the thing and this and that. And it's like and Ty it, Conti. It's, it's, oh. It's a and fucking. Uh, it's a fucking hot mess. But, what, what do you want to focus on? But, the hotness or the mess? But it's a hot mess that I still kind of am intrigued by, and I want to, to to cheer for. But I'm not supposed to cheer for them. But like I want to, but it doesn't. But what else doesn't is there to cheer sense. for? <laughs> so it's like remember I was talking about earlier. If I go to a comedy, uh, you want to laugh. I want to laugh. Um, you don't well, want to laugh at a thriller. Well, this is supposed to be a horror movie that wound up being a comedy. And so I'm kind of like, uh, what there's, was, there's what, a little bit of cognitive dissonance there. What was the parody, the parody movie for Scream? Where they had the butler oh. with the strong hand? I forget. Not another team movie? Was no, it? Or something yeah. like that? That's yeah. what that is. Yeah. <laughs> it's parody. I mean, I didn't expect it, but I kind of liked it. But I, I mean, I don't know, man. It's like I've got Hangman winning. Okay, that's not the title. The FTW title's not on the line. Okay, I got Hangman winning. The FTW. So I get the fuck out of here with that bullshit. <laughs> uh, yeah, Hangman's winning. You sidebar because you mentioned it earlier. Where's Jungle Boy? They've been dropping the ball on Jungle Boy too, and here's another one for Tony Khan for free because they started something. Not to brag, I was there for it. And they didn't capitalize on it. And it's such an easy out to keep him like this close from the main event title picture, but still so much higher than most of the people you want him to be higher than. Yeah. Or stand out. I was in Corpus Christi when Jungle Boy faced Chris Jericho at the time, AEW world champion, in a five-minute exhibition match. Yeah. That Jericho could or 10 minutes, that Jericho could beat Jungle Boy in 10 minutes. He didn't. It didn't. Jungle Boy lasted the whole time. And what did that do to Jungle Boy? Whoop. Why not continue that? Yeah. He had a badass match about a month and a half ago or two months ago on Dynamite against um, Dax Harwood. Okay. And it was this close to going to the 20-minute draw, and then Dax tapped out to the uh, tamer, uh, tamer or whatever finisher Jungle Boy has. Okay. Why? Jungle Boy should be booked as the guy that you that he doesn't beat you, you beat yourself. Mm. We should be seeing Jungle Boy wrestle everyone twice. Jungle Boy wrestles. Fuck it. He wrestles Kenny Omega. <laughs> okay. Yeah. Yeah. Guess what? That'd be a badass match. Guess what? Jungle Boy doesn't win. Okay. Jungle Boy doesn't lose. Draw. Draw. The wrestlers okay. the wrestlers want the satisfaction that they couldn't beat Scrawny McScrawny with the long hair and his dead dad. They can't beat that guy. You can't beat that little guy. What? I demand a rematch. And they make so many fucking mistakes in every rematch because they're in their own head that they already 
they didn't they didn't get beat by Jungle Boy, but they didn't win. And the fact that they didn't win, they make mistakes, and then Jungle Boy wins the second time around. And but Jungle it, Boy's tougher than the two dollar stake. But in the rankings, he's not undefeated because he has those ties that mm. keep him from getting to the cream of the crop. Yeah. So you have Jungle Boy, he's undefeated. He's got no losses, but he has as much ties as wins, which keeps him like beneath main yeah. event, but above mid card. Yeah. So where in case of an emergency and somebody breaks their neck, hey, let's put Jungle Boy in there for a cup of coffee. Look at his record. We could make that work. Yeah. Or just feed him one or two more wins. Yes. And now he's not bubbling. Boop, You've already up. got someone interesting and unique yeah. in Jungle Boy. I poked fun of it earlier. A lot of his sympathy, just like Brian Pillman Jr., comes from heritage. Yeah. You want to see a kid like Jungle Boy succeed. Yeah. So you've already have something that makes him unique. You want to emphasize that by having him do things that are unique or be in a situation that's unique. Yeah. How more unique would it be that he has as much ties as wins and is still undefeated? Yeah. So that, number one, he's worthy whenever you want to plug him in to have a main event match. And number two, if you really want to put over a beast, like say, I don't know, Miro, be the one guy that has the one loss on the one that no one else can beat. Jericho couldn't beat him. Omega couldn't beat him. Moxley couldn't beat him. Oh, Miro beat him? That's a bad motherfucker. Yeah. <laughs> I would like to see Jungle Boy and Christian. <laughs> Ooh, and, and you bet you know what Christian's experience He's probably already back there begging to put guys like Darby and Jungle Boy yeah. over. He wants yeah. that time with the oh that, God. Can you imagine that outwork everybody type of fucking match between those two? Best oh. of best of three. Oh. Best of three and the first two matches go to a draw. <laughs> Who's outworking who now? Yeah. Even if Christian yeah. wins, Jungle Boy's right up there because because yeah. he could hang with Christian. I, I hear a, every week on fucking Coronet how he hates that Christian's like Having the having all everybody keep up to his level, that he's he's looking at the aspect that they're bringing Christian down, when you should be looking at the aspect of Christian's bringing everyone up. Yeah, you see. Yeah. So yeah. when you have Christian yeah. with the young kids like Darby or fucking Jungle Boy or Pillman Junior, come on, man, and that's the talent you have. Yeah. Because these old guys aren't gonna last forever. Nope. <laughs> you don't want to be like WCW. You don't want to rely on Hogan, right? Luger, Flair. Sting. Yeah. yeah, you want to build up. <laughs> Which but... you have Sting and Jake yeah. and Horn already there. Yeah. And yeah. Murderhawk. Oh, Murderhawk. He's that bridge in the middle. Yeah. Oh. There you go. Murderhawk against Miro for the TNT title. Give me a number. Uh six. Uh I think that's mostly because of the beef. Mm -hmm. Oh man. I got that, an eight. That's for a the lot. Beef. That's a lot of beef in that ring for that match. That's gonna be very hard hitting and I want to lean towards saying Miro's going to win it because he just won the title. But if Miro had a little bit lengthier of a reign, I'd be like, man, this is a fucking coin flip. I'll help you. Okay. I'm at an eight. Okay. Miro's going to win because he's going to have some help. From who? <laughs> Someone has been looking very out of place in this feud, this four-week feud. Jake? Yes. Okay. Do you see? Do you look at that man, Jake Roberts, and see babyface manager? Because in this rivalry, who's the face? Murderhawk. Exactly. 
Jake Why? is going to because you like to see you want to cheer for people that don't give a fuck and just want to knock things over because they can. Okay. Just like Steve Austin who was stunning everyone. He didn't yeah. have to. He stunned everybody. And we loved him for it. <laughs> Murderhawk <laughs> is throwing people into the crowd. He's killing fucking uh what's the midget from fucking uh from uh Jungle Marco Express. Stunt. He's killing Marco Stunt. He's throwing him into orbit. We like him. That's why we're cheering for him. So if he's the guy you're cheering for, but <laughs> Evil Grandpa's back there in his corner. Evil Grandpa don't want to see this. Evil Grandpa want to be evil. Skeletor wants to do bad things. So you put Skeletor with Miro, who also wants to do bad things, and help build Miro up even more. Add more credibility to, Jake is gonna to the actual down. monster. Yeah. Murder, you know what? Murder Hawk is not a murderer anymore. He's just a hawk. I'm going that, to Miro because Miro's killing people. You know what? That does seem like something Jake would do. Yes. I would cheer him for him as a person. But as yeah. a fan, I'll be like, you son of a bitch. Because Jake was always that fucking conniving, evil, backstabbing son of a bitch. Why not? And not to be an asshole because I can be. That six or seven months when he was on WWE in the 90s, born-again Christian, even he didn't believe it. Come on. He's a born dick. Put him with Miro. Okay. Jake is turning on fucking Murder Hawk. I don't think that's going to happen. Uh, but you want to see it. But that'd be interesting. <laughs> yeah. Send me the resume. I'll sign it. Get the check. Mm -hmm. Good boy. But, but I got Miro winning. Okay. Yeah. Rumor has it that Anthony Ogogo hurt some of his ribs a couple of nights ago. Okay. But he's booked to wrestle Cody Rhodes. Are you liking this old 80s NWA America versus uh, UK? Thing with the American Dream, Cody Rhodes, against the evil foreigner with the evil uppercut, gut punch. Go 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 go! I am at a one. Fuck! <laughs> Where's the one coming from? Uh, the fact that uh, there's a small ember of hope in that smoldering fucking what used to be an inferno fire. Of my love for Cody. Okay. They fucking threw some dirt on it. Poured the bucket of water. But there's that one little ember that still just don't want to go out. Maybe it'll just relight. You know. But uh, uh, it's just because of hope that I'm, I'm still going to like Cody. Because I haven't been watching everything. Right. I, I don't I don't catch it all. Um, but I still try to like be cognizant of what the fuck's happening. Did you see the promo, the opening promo with Cody? I, I did see the promo. Did you like the history lesson? I I kinda did, but it 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 made me go, where the fuck are we going? What the hell's happening? Why is he talking about this? Like, what is this leading to? And what the hell is an agogo? <laughs> and uh, like, oh, that's the guy he's wrestling, and he feels so passionate about this that he gave us a fucking history, history lesson. lesson and taught ta massacre us, in tulsa taught us about racism yeah like and like okay cool what for who <laughs> who's he fighting the guy with the kidney punch anthony agogo wait he has a kidney punch he is an olympic an olympic medalist he's an in olympic boxing? medalist in boxing in boxing yes so he from had where <laughs> boxing <laughs> <laughs> From what 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 country? I'm guessing England or United Kingdom. From England, I think. And he's yeah. talking about racism, <laughs> or being so, a, or so being he, a proud American. 
So he is a proud American, but the, who's not but, racist. But the, but the British guy is making fun trying, of America, even though he's in America making money so that he can go spend it in, in Britannia. But they're trying to talk about Black Lives Matter when it's one white guy versus where they make the white guys? Like, <laughs> what? I mean, That's for you, Portia Randy. I get it. Yes, <laughs> Black Lives Matter. Good for me. Good job. <laughs> You and Brandy are representing. Your kids will look up to you. Because they'll be like I, Blake Griffin, half I, and half. I get it. Yes, yes. I'm down with the swirl. I understand. Yeah. But this is to build a feud for a white guy versus another white guy? Like what? And it's not even for a belt. And again, again, who? <laughs> come from why are you feeling so strongly about a rookie a newcomer who just showed up but like while i so was in he, california so, apparently less than a month ago so you're really gonna have that big of a fiery fucking feud for a rocket fucking rookie so some dude that just showed up <laughs> who nobody knows his fucking name it's anthony agogo who anthony agogo who the fuck is anthony agogo anthony agogo he's, he's an olympic boxer is that a real name <laughs> that's his actual name since when does anybody give a fuck about Olympic boxing? They don't. They so give, again, so the story. Who? So again, it's your fault for not missing for missing seven weeks of television. I didn't miss Cody. seven weeks of television. I missed like intermittently a week so here the, and there. So the night, even then, seven weeks. <laughs> this motherfucker's been around less than two months, and he's fighting Cody, and Cody is so passionate about it that he's giving us fucking history <laughs> lessons on fucking the massacre in Tulsa. Like, dude, I get it. I get it. I agree with you, Cody. All that shit is bad. But what does this have to do with a boxer from England? You would think if you're from Georgia, you're half black anyway, right? Yeah. <laughs> what the fuck does this have to do with a Brit? <laughs> I mean, I understand that's where we learned the, about slavery and racism. Factory. We learned it from them. I get it. But you didn't even make that connection. This dude just has a bunch. Anthony Ogogo? Get out of here. I'm at a five. I am at an optimistic five okay. because it's easy to trash XWWE guys, but this is what Cody's been wanting to do since the company formed. He wants to put over newer talent. He wants to put over unseen talent, which is why he was doing the open challenge for the TNT title. And we got all these fucking people. How did we end up with Ricky Starks? Shut up. Open challenge. Um, the kid, um, Dan Housen, this like gothic little fucking kid that's now in Ring of Honor doing kind of good things. We saw him in fucking um, the open tournament. Fucking War uh, Hammer, whatever that little scrawny fuck was, that's also kind of a big deal on the indies. And now is a bigger deal on the indies was because he got the exposure. And that's what Cody's trying to do with this kid with the backstory of the Nightmare Factory where Cody and QT train all these kids, and then half of the Nightmare Factory wanted to go full NWO. And so one of those kids jumped Cody after Cody beat QT Marshall, the leader of that faction. And so now Cody wants a piece of the boxer who's been, like, gut-punching all these fuckers. And that's how we ended up here. So you're telling me <laughs> that this British dude has got a, a boxer. He's got a fucking punch. They're selling it. Is involved. With fucking QT Marshall's little bullshit ass little. Yep. He's a student. Oh my God. Just like Michael Tarver, Tarver was for Nexus. 
So they want to have that guy. So QT Marshall. Marshall. Yeah, whatever. <laughs> so the cutie, fucking cutie, the bald headed cutie, the orange that's easy to peel because it's small. Yeah, that guy made a bullshit ass little stable. Called it the factory because he's training people. Yeah, because that's what you do when what you can't you teach. Right. Good. So the the trainer brought in a rookie that he's training from a completely different sport. And now he's saying that this guy in two months is going to take out Cody, who's at the top of the top. And this has to do with that. He's at the top of the middle. (laughs) Yeah. It's definitely the top of the middle because it's fucking QT's Nightmare Factory. Oh, it's the the Nightmare Factory. We know how to wrestle. Like, no, you don't. Abel hasn't been here for seven weeks, so we get, like, RuPaul Diva Abel tonight. Let it out. Give it to us. Give it all of it. Work it. And don't fuck it up. (laughs) (laughs) Did the right person win the drag race this year? Yes. Was it the truth? Yes. Uh, yes. I don't want to speak. The right person won. I don't want to speak out of bounds. Is what the, the trans person was that? The uh, one no, that no, won? no. She was a uh, uh, second runner-up. Okay. Uh, the, I, I, I'm glad Simone won. Simone. Simone won. Yeah. She, she, yeah. Simone was it was good. Um, I, I really wanted Rose to win, but you know, I'm, I'm happy. Simone, with Simone wasn't the one that wasn't like that was. Singing under a mask, right? Like there was everybody no. was supposed to sing, and she had a mask. You couldn't. No, tell. no, that's like three seasons. Okay, ago. good, good, good. good. A, okay, uh, good what good, was yeah. her name? Val- Valentina. Yeah. Oh yeah. No, 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 no. Don't no. ask how I know. Simone. No, no, Simone was good this season. I wanted Rose to win. Uh, Candy should have not been in the top four at all. <laughs> I don't know why she was in the top four, but I am looking forward to All Stars because. Uh, we're, we're going to get Jan's sport I'm, back. I'm tempted. I'm tempted. Jan is awesome. I love Jan. I enjoy all the meats of our cultural stew. Yes. Except the actual meat. So. <laughs> I mean. I mean. I mean, I mean yeah, yeah. 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 <laughs> well, I have meat at home. The meat at home. <laughs> Hikaru Shida versus Britt Baker. Finally. What's your anticipation level? Eight. This this might be my highest rated match. Um, I love it, Breaker. Are you going to Comic Palooza? She's gonna be there. Uh, probably not, because um, I mean, it's it's Comic Palooza, so I don't know. I'm not, I don't know. I might I might not. I don't know. But um, I mean, it's cool that she's there. If I do go there, I'll, I'll probably want to see her. But um, yeah, I, I just don't get jazzed for that, especially during this COVID time. But gotcha. whatever. Um, I'm not there yet either. Yeah, yeah. I, yeah. Uh, but no, no, no. I love Brit. And uh, Hikaru is pretty cool. I got Brit winning because I think it's time. It's time. It's dude. time. Uh, Hikaru is, is good. She gave us um, a good run. She Yes. But I think that now that Brit's there, now that um, uh, Statlander's back, um, I, I think you could put another sh- uh, spotlight on Jade and um, Red Velvet. You know, you could have 
You can have enough this, talent to this where time next year. Hikaru, Jade is the heel that's winning the title, but right now is Bird's time. You have enough talent there to build up uh, a, a good, good, solid new division and let Hikaru go back home, go back to Japan. Mm-hmm. Not because ah, like I don't want the Give Japanese her some time. person. She's earned it. No, no, no. no she, yeah, she's earned it. And um, I, I want to see more story in the women's division because I've seen plenty of. All right, here are just some matches. Right, we we've seen that they've been. Who's the best woman? It's all been sportsmanship. Yeah, Britt Baker, for all intents and purposes, her character is a is character. It's a, a bitch and a character and a good one. Yes, and and Reba. Yeah, so I I want to yeah. I want to see more sports entertainment, and I can't get that with Hikaru because she just doesn't speak the language. Now I I'm not I'm not bashing her because of that. I'm not saying that that's a bad thing. It's just that's not what you need right now. You need a pitch a pitch hitter, right? You don't need the guy that's supposed to go up to bat, right? Yeah. The guy that's supposed to go up to bat, he might be good, might have a good ERA, all that good stuff. But you know what? We, we need somebody else right now, a different style, because this other guy's better at lefties, right? Like, like that's all it is. It's not me saying, "Oh, you go back to your home country." No, 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 no. no. Yeah. But um, Carlos had a good run. She wrestles very well. I want to see story now in in, in the women's division. Of I'm at a nine and a half, and the half is probably because I'm. Firmly under the impression that this match has already been determined. Baker's winning this. She has okay. to win this. Okay. I would be disappointed, and it would, and in my opinion, would be as big of a dud, if not bigger, than the ending of the death match and the ending of Blood and Guts. What? This is their opportunity to really solidify that their women's division can compete with other divisions and territories around the world. And if they don't give it to a character like Britt, they're fucking themselves over mm. big time. So I've got Britt winning this. Okay. The match is going to be sound. I can't wait to see how Reba interferes in this. <laughs> um, and I'm ready for it. It's time. This is you see, this is Hikaru's moment because she wanted to defend the title against an, an actual crowd, which she's finally getting. And this is Britt Baker's moment because, dude, not to put on the same pedestal, Steve Austin, 97, he broke his fucking neck. Keeping him on television is probably what made him the superstar that he's known to for the rest of his life. And you kept her on television while she was her. in a wheelchair. And doing the skits, the training, yeah. pulling the little weight in her wheelchair. On her the, wheelchair, it said role model, R-O-L-L. <laughs> doing the little Starbucks notes to her best friend, Tony Schiavone. Yeah. Her rolling up in that Pope yeah. truck. Yeah. Dude, her character... You, I don't know if they aired this on television. They might have aired it during the break. When they were here in Austin, she was trashing Waterburger, and everyone wanted to kill her. Everyone wanted to kill her. And then when I left, Scott and I was like, this bitch got a future. Yes. And she's got – and the future is now. Yeah. Britt yeah. earned it. She, yeah. If they don't give it to her, see, that might be, like, the first, like, legit strike see, I put on AW. Hikaru might be, like – in ring, a fucking nine on one to ten. Like in ring, she's a great fucking wrestler. But her like charisma, and it's probably just because of the witch barrier again, or her, the character her, that she has. Yeah. Her Ask charisma, somebody. Her, her charisma and character is like you know four. What's right? a Hikaru? Whereas Brit, her character is fucking ten, eleven. Yeah, her in ring is ain't that up. bad either. It's her in, up. her in ring is probably at like an eight. Uh-huh. Like that the match where she was fucking all bloody and she was just you know toughing it out again. You want to it helped that co- she had Thunder Rosa with her. You, you want to draw comparisons to Stone Cold again? Mm-hmm. Fucking Crimson Mask still going through tougher than a two dollar steak. All that shit. 
For That's three what she was for, doing. For three days. Yeah. That shirt of her face covered in blood was the best-selling shirt on Pro Wrestling Tees. Which was the same thing that happened with Becky right before mm-hmm. uh, uh, Survivor Series. Yep. Becky had that broken nose. All of a sudden, Dunzo. boom, Becky. Yeah. yeah. So right now, the, the things are really looking up for Britt. Yeah. Omega, Orange Cassidy, the Bastard Pack, Triple Threat, only for the AEW title. Talk to me. What is my favorite kind of match stipulation? Menage! I I really like triple threats. Do you like orange? I really like orange. You like Pac? I really like Pac. How about Kenny? I really like Kenny. Why is it not a 10? Because I like orange and I like spaghetti, but I don't want oranges in my spaghetti. <laughs> Something is just isn't meshing with this. Pack seems like he is here for no reason. Maybe just so that there's a screwy finish, but I don't think there's going to be a screwy finish like to, to screw Kenny out of the title because Kenny has a larger story where he's trying to collect the fucking you know gauntlets, the, 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 the fucking infinity stones on his gauntlet, and losing the main fucking one would be like so yeah. fucking dumb right now. So I got Kenny winning. I don't think Orange has a chance, but if Orange does has a chance, it's because he's somehow pinning back. So who's taking the fall? We're not going to do like you, you just did with Roman where you double stack him up and have Kenny win because, like, dude, don't copy WWE like mm-hmm. that right now. No, 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 don't do that. You've already copied WWE too much when you tried to say that you were going to be different than WWE. And more importantly, you do not copy him. You acknowledge him. Right. So, uh, yeah, man, I something something's not right here. I would have maybe preferred to see Kenny versus Orange, and that's it. Or maybe Kenny versus Pac, and that's it. And we all know who's winning on both of those matches. It's Kenny in this match. It's like, all right, you're going to take out both. That could be good fillers. Yeah. And I'm not saying that with any disrespect. No disrespect. Because you can book a lot of. You could book three or four months one at a time with Orange with each first one of and those. then Pac. And you're going to eventually start running out of people to throw at Kenny while Kenny's on this expedition of gold because he's got to have one or two month programs with each fucking other promotion. But how long did it take him to get the impact title, right? Mm-hmm. How long is it going to take him to get the uh, uh, NWA title? How long is it going to take him to rolling for the AAA belt for a bit already? How yeah. long is it going to take him to get the ROH title, the MLW title? So you're you're like looking at six fucking months. Oh, at- MLW don't count. The sixth belt is New Japan. Okay, great. Still, you're talking months worth of this storyline where he can't lose all these other titles. So you need filler feuds in his main promotion. So just give him one at a time. One yeah. at a time. Let, let him have his fun with Pack. Let him have his fun with Orange. Let him have his fun with whoever else the next time. Jungle Boy, whatever. Let that be a fucking draw. Whatever. You know, and then once he's done with the expedition, then it starts crumbling down. Oh, he loses and Hangman's one, loses the first Jenga piece. Exactly. Yeah, like don't do it now, right? Yeah. So I think I know who's winning. It's Omega. So it's Omega. I, and I don't know if I need it to this to be a triple threat. Uh you're obviously not at a seven. ten. What's your number? Seven. Seven? 
seven. I'm at about I still think the match is going to be good. That's why I'm still at a seven, and I'm not below five, right? I'm at about an eight. Okay. I think the presentation of how we ended up with the triple threat is where I'm where I'm having the disconnect. Even with hindsight, what had happened was what had happened was what I wanted was that. Orange and Pack were going to go to a 20-minute draw. Mm-hmm. They advertise draws all or time limits all the time on AEW, and they've rarely, if ever, pulled the trigger on it. Yeah. Twice. Cody and Darby, Jungle Boy and uh, and Jericho. That's it. This was supposed to be the third time. And the Jericho one wasn't really a time limit draw. It was, it more was like advertised. Beat, beat the yeah. clock kind of thing. Yeah. Survive until 10 minutes. Yeah. Right? This was supposed to be the third time. But – Mofo Orange Cassidy got super kicked and got rocked legit, and yeah. then they followed up with the power bomb, and he was cuckoo for cocoa puffs. He was gone. Yeah, his soul had left the body long before it hit the ground, which <laughs> is why they called the audible and did the 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 bullshit that they ended up doing to have the triple threat anyway. Um, but even then, I think it happened a bit too soon. Especially if you're doing a menage, you need a little bit more time to let that marinate before you give it to me. Yeah, you know, um, and with the booking too, like you could have really right now would be a good time to space that out. That way, he can get most of the titles, if not the t- all the titles that he says he wants, before Hangman takes the first one. Because yeah. after that, because you could book this easy. I've already got this whole thing laid out. Hangman's the first one. He takes the AEW title from Kenny. Andrade takes the AAA Mega title from Kenny at Triple Mania. All right. Kenny Omega, how ironic that this title is currently vacant. Kenny Omega wins the New Japan Heavyweight ch- Championship, loses it to Kota Ibushi at Wrestle Kingdom. Ooh. Hi. And then another returning star, Kenny Omega drops the belt, the Impact title to Samoa Joe. <laughs> you didn't see that one coming, did you? And that's how it goes. And then he's gone. Okay. Uh, Casino Battle Royal. These are the names so far. It's supposed to be 21 people. Christian Cage, Matt Seidel, Jungle Boy, Matt Hardy, Private Party, Colt Cabana, uh, 10, Evil Uno, Powerhouse Hobbs, Penta, El Cero Miedo, Comoroto, Lee Johnson, uh, I'll come Ooh. back to that. I'll come back to that. Dustin Rhodes, QT Marshall, Griff Garrison, Brian Pillman Jr., The Acclaimed. That's 19. And there's two empty spots. Camarado is the big uh, uh, fucking uh, Bruiser Brody looking guy that's in the QT heel team. Yellow pants, kind of straight the jacket. QT fucking. Right, 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 right. Goddamn. 19 people so far. Out of those 19. If there wasn't so many goddamn fucking factions in AEW, I'd probably have a little bit more respect for the Nightmare Factory. But, like, did you ever play Tokyo Extreme Racer? Yeah. Okay. Do you remember how, like, it, it was all, like, groups and you had to go through the groups and get the boss? Mm-hmm. QT Marshall's little team is Rolling Guy. <laughs> the first fucking one that we're all in like that's uh, on easy mode yeah 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 that's what the, i have no respect for this fucking stable that's a at all throwback bro <laughs> so with that being yeah. said yeah 19 people so far okay you think they squeeze in paul white in this he's supposed to be color commentating but that mm-hmm. doesn't that guarantee that he won't get out of there uh i mean maybe 
I mean, eventually he's gonna have to show up in the ring, right? But I mean, what if what if it's him and Shaq? Oh my god! And they both eliminate each other somehow. Oh my god! I didn't even think about Shaq. Him and Shaq. Fuck, dude. Yeah. Okay. I mean, Shaq is I, supposed you know to have a match, right? You know what? After Shaq going through that table, I'm not opposed to Shaq coming back. He he did. I was impressed. Uh, now I'm not saying he was the best thing since sliced bread. But I he impressed me. The, the I want to see more. The novelty of the of the idea of Shaquille fucking O'Neal wrestling in AEW and then putting just, over the matches on TNT play, during the playoffs. That's that that's he, oh that's, that's synergy. That, yeah, <laughs> yeah. So yeah, let it be Big Show and Shaq and have them eliminate each other. That builds more tension, more feud between them two, and then they can actually Big have Show a match. shows up during NBA halftime. <laughs> <laughs> yes. You can make it work. Yeah. Out of the 19 names I said, if you remember any of them, is there anything that tickles your pickle? Christian. Already? Yeah. Wouldn't that fuel the ammunition for the AEW haters that, oh, it's another WWE guy going for the main belt? That rada, 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 rada. Yes, but Christian's best work was never in WWE. Christian's, Ooh, best, wow. Christian's best work was in TNA. TNA. Wow, he I was. Mean, I've never even put that in perspective. Yes, he just brought that it, up. It, wow. Like I loved when Christian first left and went to went to TNA. I became a huge Christian fan. Christian but, Orton, one more match. His ECW I, no, run. No, because I feel like it was. It wow. never overshadowed him being the top of the fucking mountain, the instant classic, the guy that was always in contention for the main title belt. He would. He the one more match. He thing, never lost the title. Right, and the one more match thing was him begging like how he was before being a fucking crybaby gimmick. Just give me one more match, and then he never won it. Whereas in TNA, he fucking won the big ones. He actually was a threat, and that's what I want him to be here in AEW. I don't want ex-WWE guy Christian. I want ex-TNA guy Christian. I want Christian Cage, Captain Charisma, not Edge's Marty Jannetty. Oh, right? oh, 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 oh. That, wow. Yeah. Wow. Yeah. the heat. That's what I want. So, yeah, have him fucking win this. Go up there. Take out Cody. Take out Kenny. Have great feuds with uh, the Darby and Jungle Boy and Pac and everybody. Wow. Yeah, Christian. So just for shits and giggles, this is something I threw out in the chat earlier that I think I'm going to just air out here. Mm-hmm. If you want to tie some loose ends together and you want to continue the narrative, Chris Jericho redeeming himself as the uh, inner circle, uh, righting some of the wrongs that he did in the past. I would like to see AW tell me the story of Cody Rhodes. Remember, if this match doesn't happen with uh, with a go-go-go because of his ribs, who that guy, if Cody needs something to do, I would have Cody win this this casino battle royal, and I would have six or seven weeks of Cody and Jericho mending the fence to Jericho saying, "You know what? I'll give me the paperwork, get me a notary. I will have I will remove the stipulation that you can't compete for this title. I will give you my blessing that you can be back in the main event picture. Okay, so that we can have Cody versus Kenny three. Mm-hmm. We had Cody beat Kenny at Ring of Honor Supercard in Nolans, 
We had Kenny beat Cody at um, G1 Special in in New Japan, and now they'll have the third match and a third different promotion. <laughs> All right. All right. And again, and, and that could lend itself to the whole him collecting the titles in all these different promotions because mm-hmm. these are promotions yeah. that he could go to to cross promote and even say, remember when I fought you in WrestleMania yeah. weekend? Remember when I fought you here and there? Because they can actually talk about it because that forbidden door is wide open. And this match is not for all out. This is probably for a match on Dynamite for the heavyweight title. Okay. So when Cody loses to Kenny on the next week, Cody's walking around sulking and right behind him with a drink. Hangman. Now you know what it's like when you're on the other end of the elite, don't you? Oh! <laughs> and then, I'll drink and to then a, that. And then Abushi shows up and it's like, oh! I've been, I've been trying to tell you they're dicks. <laughs> Send me the check. Like I told you, I told you the assholes. It took away my best friend. I will give <laughs> AEW one more fucking chance, even if the guy doesn't win the belt. At least give him some fucking shine. Pillman Jr. Yes, Pillman Jr. losing in the main event against the AEW Heavyweight Champion in a fight. That Omega finishes the match. He hits him with the one-winged angel. And then he turns around and looks at him like he's looking at a fucking ghost. That he was not supposed to take him to the limit that Omega yeah. got ended up in. That will put Pillman over higher than either winning the titles over the Bucks or even winning the title off of Omega. Yeah. Is having Omega have that acknowledgement of game-recognized game. I'm picking Pillman Jr. You've got to do something with Pillman after this Dark Side episode. Who does not want to cheer for Pillman Jr.? Who? 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 A go <laughs> Is that a guy? Is that really his name? A go Anthony A go yeah. Wasn't that ACH's fucking Twitter handle at one point? <laughs> Wasn't he like A go ACH? Free show. Buy in. Serena Deeb against Riggle for the NWA women's title. Uh, five? Uh, Seven. Okay. I think it's happened once before and I liked it. Okay. Uh, I've got Serena still winning this. Okay, sure. Um, they're eventually gonna build to a triple threat match for the NWA title at an NWA pay per view when the shadows fall. Camille Brickhouse, Thunder Rosa, and Serena Deeb triple threat. Okay, they had a rematch and it went to a draw. So there's two number one contenders now. So that's gonna be a pretty fun match too. Okay, that Forbidden Door starting to crack open, and we got this title here. How soon before we see uh, Nick Aldis with the NWA 10 pounds of gold on AEW on free television rather than paying behind a paywall to watch NW Power? So um, Kenny hasn't started a conquest of another. Not yet. Uh, it's got to be after this, after this pay-per-view or after this championship match. Somehow we're going to Nick, get, is, all this is business. He gave the, he, he, not allowed, but he was cool with giving it to Cody at all in for a, for yeah. a cup of coffee yeah. before Cody put it back on him. Yeah. So if it's for the betterment of whatever brand they're working for, I'm sure all this is game to play along yeah. and give him this. Just if it means all this gets him back in six months at like a big NWA show, I'm yeah. sure he's down with it. Yeah. So you have the Avengers of Nick Aldis, Rich Swan, Samoa Joe, Cody Bushi, Hangman Page, and uh, fucking. 
Andrade. <laughs> who's the who's the champion shimmer right now? I mean, throw 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 that in there. Osprey's girlfriend. Oh, oh. B Priestley. <laughs> he beats the shit out of B Priestley. Gets the shimmer championship, and the B comes back and just <laughs> Osprey in a wig. Oh God, no! Not, oh God! What are you thinking as a whole for all uh, for Double or Nothing Three? Uh, I am not as hyped for this as I have been if other AEW shows in the past. I might be less hyped for this show than any other AEW show I've ever been for in wow. the past. I mean, you just do the math; that kind of works yeah. out. The only one that I'm really like, "Fuck yeah, I want to see" is the, the women's women. match, right? Technically, um, both women's matches. Yeah. Yeah, I mean, I think I, I gave Samuel St. Pete a good a good nod, but I yeah. it should be more than what it is. But I, what did I give it? An eight, I think. Is what I gave it on paper. Mm-hmm. The card is stacked. Yeah. Oh, uh, Sting and Darby Allen against Scorpio Sky and Ethan Page tag match. Oh, I forgot about that. Uh, six, six. I think the match is going to be good. Uh, I give I want to, to see. I want to see Scorpio and um, Ethan Page really do their thing. Mm-hmm. Um, man, I really, really like Ethan Page in 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 Impact. So I want to see what they can have him do here with him teamed up. Too. Yeah, with him teamed up with Scorpio. Uh, I think that's an interesting choice because I really thought that they were going to give him like a singles run. Both of them. Yeah, but yeah, I was both ready of them. for Ethan to go single yeah. here when he showed yeah. up. Yeah. Yeah, but so it was not. I was. It was a big, almost a disappointing at first curveball. Yeah, but they're they're gelling. Yeah, so far, and it, it kind of makes me be like, well, what about SCU? And they're they're done. They're done. So it's like, oh, okay. So you still want Scorpio to be a tag guy? You still want Ethan to be a tag guy? Oh, okay, but they have good chemistry. I mean, I didn't really want to see. I, is, I, is I didn't want to see as good as Ethan and Josh Alexander. That's though. what I was going to say. I don't want to see not the North replace the North with a guy from California. The uh, West. The West. Yeah. <laughs> I'm in the West. You know, like, okay. But um, I mean, I'm willing to have an open mind just because I like Ethan Page and Scorpio Sky that much. Mm-hmm. So, yeah. On paper, this 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 pay per view is stacked. There's talent all over it, and it's people that you want to see wrestle. But a lot of how these matches ended up where they are could have either been done better or not done at all. Hmm. So I'm at like a, I'm at a seven. It might not seem like a downgrade, but compared to what I normally give AEW shows, whether I it go is. or not, seven's kind of like a big deal. Week. Yeah, it's, it's kind of weak. weak. But then again, that still leaves room for them to to that that gauge. That's a seven, but it'll still suck if they give me a popcorn fart at the end, or it'll still be really high if they if they do something a couple of things yeah. that surprise the fuck out of me. Yeah. Or I mean, do some had, simple stuff like fucking give Brit the fucking title. We've See. had this exact same syndrome before. With NXT. Yeah. NXT. We like, don't watch TV every week, but we know the takeovers always give good return upon investment. But it wasn't always that way. No, it wasn't. There were several of them where we're like, oh, I don't really care about this takeover. And then it just surprised the fuck out of us because it was so good. You know, I'm hoping that this is the same thing and probably the first time and maybe the only time for a long while that we're like, oh, I don't really care about AEW. And then Whoa. they're like, 
bitch, remember who we are? Oh, yeah. yeah and we're coming to town in six weeks. Yeah, yeah. So maybe. Yeah. <sighs> Not to be outdone. Oh, here we go. I, I have to mention this, you know, because okay. you and I have talked about this. Okay. The two shows that are high on our list are AEW uh-huh. and NXT. Uh-huh. So this upcoming episode of NXT, we're getting MSK against Legado de Faltanzma. Yes. For the tag titles. Yes. Give me a number. Give me an eight. No, give me a nine. nine. <laughs> give me a nine. Yeah. Um, that, the, the, that, again, not a disrespect, just an observation. The cruiserweight style of the two Legado de Fantasma members that are not King Corno are going to complement MSK really well. So it's going to be pretty. It's going to be nice. How much longer do we have to pretend that DJZ is fucking Mexican? Or Hispanic? Yeah. He's a person of color. Why not? I mean, yeah. <laughs> but. But. I, mean, burp, 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 burp. I don't know. Fucking Yokozuna wasn't Japanese, so I guess it's okay. Itadakimasu. Uh, Akeem, the African dream, wasn't African, so I guess it's okay. But he can dream. I mean. Uh, triple threat for number one contender. Now that Kelly, now that Carrion uh, Cross is still champ. Yeah. Do you want to see him wrestle Johnny Gargano, Pete Dunn, or Kylo? Kylo. Babyface versus heel. I, I don't want to see him with Pete Dunn because Pete Dunn, heel versus heel. I don't care. Uh, I'm not saying I want Kylo to win. I'm saying I want him to face Kylo. I don't want him to face Gargano because Gargano's got enough going on with the way, and he's a heel. The only babyface there that could go up against the, the monster heel is Kylo. Yeah. That's kind of a shoddy pick. Like, I like Kylo. I'm picking Kylo to win this match. But I don't have any faith whatsoever that Kylo can beat Cross if Kylo can't even beat Finn Balor twice. Mm. And this is the guy that beat Balor twice. So yeah. what hope does Kylo have? Yeah. So, I mean, it'll be a nice beating, a nice mugging tribute to New Jack, but it's Killer Cross is going to win that hands down. That's not, I don't think that's, I don't think that's the next person that is a credible threat to fucking Cross. Okay. Oh, God. Give me, give me Cross and Walter. Walter? Who else besides Walter on that roster, heel or babyface, do you see that can hang with the character carrying cross? Ah, ah, you said on that roster. Walter's not on that roster. NXT, huh? He's on that ah. NXT television ah. show. He had that promo mm. last week. Mm. That's when he's you missed UK. it. He's UK. But he was not on UK he's television. UK. No. He was on NXT no. US television. He's, he's over if there. If you missed it, you no. missed it. No, he's over there with fucking Ogogo, okay? <laughs> Ogogo and fucking Mike Coffee or whatever his name is, okay? Joe Coffee. Yeah, whatever. You wrong. <laughs> but I don't hate you for being wrong. You have your yeah, opinion. Well. You might not have an answer for this, but I'll say it anyway. Okay. Do you have any fond memories in professional wrestling revol- involving New Jack? No. No? No. Uh, I don't think I, I look back fondly on New Jack, to be honest. I don't – I think that he wasn't the best guy to look up to in wrestling. 
he was somebody that went too far, embodied the bad shit of ECW, made ECW look worse. And no, no, I, I, I don't know if this should be a guy that we should be celebrating. Like, okay, he's gone. All right, that's sad. Sorry for his family. Well, I know his daughter doesn't give a shit about him. So, all right, cool. Chuck a deuce later. I don't care. Well, what was the promo he cut about OJ Simpson about New Jack? One less person to worry about. One less person to worry about. <laughs> uh, do you hate him as much as John Cena is being hated by Taiwan? All right. So, um, <laughs> I honestly. I, I, I'm a little embarrassed to say this, but I'm not that embarrassed to say this because just because I, I don't know about this. I really didn't understand what the whole fucking deal was. Like John Cena said that Taiwan was a country. Is Taiwan a country? And like, I don't like, why is that controversial? Like Taiwan's I don't understand. Con- Taiwan's and, considered like the Republic of China. But the Chinese people don't see Taiwan as a country. So anyone that sees Taiwan as an independent, self-sustaining country is an automatic sh- uh, evil towards the population of China. And since China right now, and movie-wise, is having the biggest box office revenues besides in the U.S. as far as take of what these yeah. movies are doing, it would be in Cena's best interest to placate towards the country that is going to bring more revenue. Right. And in that case, he made the mistake. So in Mandarin, he apologized to right. the Chinese public right. that he utterly respects the opinions and the intellects of everyone in the country of China. Yeah. And uh, apologizing about not being aware of whatever was going on that Taiwan apparently isn't a country. Which... So is it like... I mean, correct me if I'm wrong. Is it like Puerto Rico where Puerto Rico's a part of the United States, but it's a country, but it's not a country. And the only difference is that if you call Puerto Rico a country, Americans aren't going to get offended. Like, is that kind of what's going on here? It's like, not it's about a part a... of it, but it's not. Because Puerto Rico is like a territory of the U.S., but it's yeah. not part of the country. So you could refer to Puerto Rico. Yeah, as they're a they're a territory. They're a territory, but they're on a part of the country. As in, they're last to get relief for hurricanes. They have fucking no seats in the House or in the Senate. Uh, yeah, <laughs> just like the Isle of Samoa also yeah. is a territory and has diddly. Yeah, on these on this property land that yeah. we're on. Um, CM Punk reigniting the feud on Twitter by reminding Cena. Taiwan is a country. <laughs> so do the Taiwanese people refer to themselves as a country? Yes, as Taiwanese. Yes. Okay. So so in Taiwan, Taiwan's a country, but in China, China's like, you're not a fucking country. You're you're our you're our property. Yeah. But they're like, no, we're not. Yeah. Okay. And that's where the disconnect is. Okay. And if you side with one, again, the the the, the Trump is the Trumpism. You're either fucking someone or you're getting fucked. There's no in between. Yeah. So you you choose one side, then the other side's gonna take it the wrong way. And if you choose okay. the other side, then the original side's take. So it the it's wrong not way. that like John Cena was incorrect, like coming out and saying uh, Texas is not a state. No, no, no. Texas is a state. Florida's you're, not a state. You're you're just idiot. You don't know your geography, yeah. right? It, it wasn't that. Yeah. Like, oh, Taiwan's a country. No, it's not a country. It, it's not. It's not that. It's just an actual hot button issue. Okay. Okay. So see, that's where I was confused. I was like, 
Taiwan's not a country. Like I like I didn't know like if it, that's what it was. And I felt like well, if John Cena was being called stupid because of that. Was I being like? Did I go out and say Los Angeles is a state? No, Los Angeles is a city, right? Like I, I thought that's what it was. Okay, or a state of mind, depending where in LA you're at. <laughs> so just to be clear, Cena, Taiwan is a country. It is. Yes. Okay. Xi Yigei Jiaoja. Yes. Okay. It is a country. It's a country owned by China. <laughs> no. It's, it's a, not owned it's, by China? No, it's an independent country. So then why does China even think that they own it? Because they just think so. They just think so. They don't want to acknowledge Taiwanese being as equal by being independent. So they just want to keep them under their thumb. So instead of looking at U.S. <laughs> and, and Puerto Rico, think more of 1777 – uh, UK and the colonies, the 13 yes, colonies. Yes. Okay. Yes. So the colonies are like, we're independent. We're gonna, we're gonna throw your fucking shit into into the Boston Harbor. Yep. Whereas there they're like, no, you belong to us. Will I be seeing you in two weeks to review NXT in your house? Uh, I mean, I guess. Sure. Why not? Yeah. It's the other show we watch. Uh, yeah. Yeah. Sure. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> it's been seven weeks. Is there anything else you want to get off your chest, off your tongue, off your tits? Um, Hancock no. really shows off mine. Yeah, I know. Yeah, you cold. got a little side boob. I know. Right yeah, there. yeah. Um, been working on that, man. Uh, not any tele television stuff. Um, but we did have a uh, DCW this past weekend. We had our annual lockdown lottery match. Um, so that was really cool. Uh, Nate Slater is no longer our champion. Romeo Falcon was able to fucking sneak out a victory with nice. three fucking referees out there. Two at ringside, one in the ring. He was still Lazy able. Lazy booking. I'm was still able <laughs> with three fucking referees out there. Was still able to get a shenanigan cheaty win. Oh God, that he's he's, he's a slippery one. That Romeo Falcon. Uh, but yes, he's our new champ. Uh, that was at the Katie Boxing Club. Uh, the next time we're going to be at the Katie Boxing Club will be on the 19th of June. Um, but that's not our next show. Our next show is this weekend, this Saturday. Uh, and it's going to be in Brookshire, Texas at a, at a church called the Hangar Unity Center. Um, yeah. All hell going to break loose in the church. Oh, dude. I'm like, <laughs> I, I'm, I'm positive i'm gonna walk in and poof, set a flame like i <laughs> i just i don't know how i'm gonna do it but you won't understand if that's yeah. the one show you can count i will not go there you go <laughs> right right i don't yeah so we're apparently supposed to be a little bit more friendly fam, family friendly than we have been before so we'll see um but yes your boy is gonna be ring announcing so if you're out in the katie brookshire area make sure you come out to the hangar unity center uh, this uh, uh, Saturday night. Yeah. Ta-da. Um, have you been digging? Oh, I'm sorry. I'm sorry to interrupt you. Do you remember Steve-O from PWA? Yes! Steve-O wrestled at DCW this past weekend. What? So we were all fans 
PWA, once upon a time ago. Tell them what PWA is or was. Pro Wrestling Alliance. It's Booker T. Well, it was Booker T's promotion. Now it became, it's now ROW. Back in the day, it was PWA. So, yes, we were faithful goers of Booker T's PWA, along with Sevo and various other people. And then they did an internship program. Portia was one of those interns, and so was Steve-O. And then Steve-O transferred from being just in the internship behind the scenes working on stuff to actually getting in the ring and wrestling. And then his career took off. He went to Austin, wrestled there for a while, and... We actually got to uh, have him at DZW. He is known as the Pinfall Wizard. Uh, comes comes oh, out with a little wizard hat and lights <laughs> a fucking fireball. Um, but yes, he's the Pinfall Wizard. Uh, but it was really, really cool. A guy that was sitting out on the fans just like us. Then, was it fucking 10 years later now? I'm in the ring, ring announcing him so he could come out and wrestle. It was really fucking cool. Did he yeah. recognize you? Yeah, right when I, when I first got into the arena and I was going around shaking everybody's hands, you know, hey, how's it going? I was like, wait a second. He's like, wait a second. Hey, hey. <laughs> it was really awesome. cool, man. It was really that fucking cool. Awesome. Yeah. So, yeah, that was awesome. Have you been digging the dark side stuff? So the only episode that I have seen of this this season is part one of the Pillman episode. Oh my god! And you have time. I watched this weekend. That, I watched that last night. I haven't watched part two. What? Yet. Oh my yeah. god! Yeah. Oh my god! You have time this weekend to watch it. I, I mean, make I'll, time. I'll try to make time. It's only forty yes. minutes. Yes. Yes. Nick Gage. Yeah. Collision in Korea. Yeah. As of right now, the Warrior episode of Dark Side is airing, so I'll be downloading that ho tomorrow. All right, I'll be watching that. Um, that's it. We'll be All back right. in two weeks for uh, in your house takeover preview. All right, so then that's the show. It's late because we had the fucking power outage interruption. So let's get out of here. Adios, my friends. Keep it classy. Hey, no bullshit this week. No bullshit. Turn this off. Yeah.